0: Preston and Steve's News Updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, July 9th. Good morning, Kathy. Good
2: morning. In the news this morning, a tropical storm warning was issued for parts of New Jersey and a flash flood watch is in effect for most of the area. Severe weather from Tropical Storm Elsa spurred tornado warnings in southern Delaware early Friday as the system moved over the mid-Atlantic states and into the northeastern uh, United States. It was not immediately clear whether a tornado touched down. The National Hurricane Center said at 2 a.m. that Elsa had maximum sustained winds of 50 miles per hour and was located about 100 miles southwest of Atlantic City. The track shifted slightly eastward, meaning that the farther west you are, the rain amounts will be less. Elsa is on its way out, uh, so we will see sunshine by mid morning, but another round of strong to severe thunderstorms are possible for later today. Fans will be banned from Tokyo area stadiums and arenas when the Olympics begin in two weeks, the city's governor said Thursday after meeting with organizers of the pandemic postponed games. uh, that means the Olympics will be a largely TV event only.
3: Can we send our pictures from Citizens Bank Park, <laughs> the uh, the cutouts, and uh, send it over there? <laughs> Can we put in them in the, the stands?
2: Uh, after the Japanese government put the capital under COVID-19 state of emergency because of rising new infections and the highly contagious Delta variant. Uh, the declaration was made by the prime minister and the spectator ban was agreed to by the Japanese Olympic organizers, the International Olympic Committee, the International Paralympic Committee and the Metropolitan Government of Tokyo. It was a serious blow for Jap- Japanese taxpayers and local organizers of the games which already have been postponed from 2020 by the coronavirus. Hundreds of millions of dollars in ticket revenue will be lost and that- That must be made up by the government. The state of emergency will go into effect on Monday and last through August 22nd. This means the Olympics opening on July 23rd and running through August 8th will be held entirely under the emergency measures. The Paralympics open on August 24th. Microsoft is urging Windows users to immediately install an update after security researchers found a serious vulnerability in the operating system. The security flaw known as the print nightmare affects the Windows print spooler service, research at cybersecurity uh, company Sangfor, accidentally published a how-to guide for exploring it.
4: <laughs> oh boy, oh man! <laughs>
2: the researchers tweeted in late May that they found vulnerabilities in Print Spooler, which allows multiple users to access a printer. They publish a proof of concept. Uh, they published a proof of concept online by mistake and subsequently deleted it, but not before it was published elsewhere online, including developer site Grithub. Microsoft warned that the hackers that exploit the vulnerability could install programs, view and delete data, and even create new user accounts with full user rights. That gives hackers enough command and control of your PC to do some serious damage. Windows 10 is not the only version affected. Windows 7, which Microsoft has ended support for last year, is also subject to the vulnerability. If there's any good news, it's that the current uh, security update contains previous fixes for previous security issues, too.
5: Okay, so hang on a second, because I got... Uh, I have a Hotmail account that I never, ever use, but I got an email yesterday saying that I should update my, like, password and stuff like that. I have oh. not clicked on anything. Sometimes you get those randomly. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, but and... I got it, like, twice, and I'm like, okay. When I get well, it yeah, this once... came
2: out yesterday. I mean, I would, right. d- don't click I'm on the link, but, on but on go into link. your account and maybe change your password. I don't know. Okay. Uh, it's the latest in a slew of security alerts from Microsoft in the past year and a half. In sports this morning. <laughs> Brad Miller hit three home runs in a game for the first time in his career, and the Phillies beat the Chicago Cubs 8-0 last night at Wrigley Field. Miller hit a solo shot, a sh- solo drive in the third inning and added two-run home runs in the fifth and seventh innings. Didi Begores <laughs> added a two-run shot, and all-star catcher JT Realmuto scored on a double steal. Phil's starter, Zach Eplin pitched six solid innings as the team took three of four games at Ridley, and the Phil's uh, head to Boston for a weekend series in Fenway against the Red Sox. Vince Velasquez will get the start tonight. Game time is at 7-10. Philadelphia Union earned a 1-1 tie against the New York Red Bulls. The Union are back home. <laughs> next Saturday to host D.C. United. And in the NBA Finals, Devin Brook- Booker scored 31 points. Chris Paul at a 23, and the Suns beat the Milwaukee Bucks, 118-108 to 108 last night in Phoenix, to take a 2-0 series lead. Game three is Sunday night in Milwaukee. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thank you very much, Kathy. I'm actually seeing little specks of blue uh, across the sky, so that's a wonderful thing. We'll uh, have all this uh, cloud cover break up and... Uh, yeah, after that storm came through, it'll be nice to uh, to know that it's it's gone. Yeah, And then we'll have some uh, decent weather to look forward to this weekend. Uh, we're happy to have you on board today. It's Friday. No sad, bro. Not allowed. But we do have a chance for you to win some stuff. Everything we have that we got to give away this week, we'll make sure we unload today. The Word of the Week prize is being given away. And guest-wise, we are having Mark Zumoff on. Uh, Mark had um, made the announcement of his retirement Uh, last week I think it was
3: last week yeah
0: the week before but nonetheless uh, he's been overwhelmed and uh, trying to take it all in and uh, he sent this really nice uh, text to Casey yeah absolutely I want to come on the show Casey didn't even ask him to come on the show he's like I want to come on with you guys we're like absolutely for sure we wanted to get him on and he's been such a great guy and helped us out for many years so we'll talk to Mark a little bit later on this morning, the 8 o'clock hour, our friends from uh, Dietz and Watson are stopping by. we got a lot of stuff going yes, on. Yes, that's it, a great man. way to wrap up the week. Most definitely. So why don't we take a break, come back in a second, dive into the entertainment report. and a stupid question with the aforementioned giveaways? Hang in there. We'll be back in a moment with it all on this Friday morning. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, stupid question time. We're going to give away a four-pack of passes for an advanced screening of Warner Brothers uh, Picture Space Jam A New Legacy. This is an interesting question for you. All right, so what branch of mathematics... Uh, well, let me see. How can I phrase this? Because uh, so I, I have these trivia co- yes, cards here. Yes, And sometimes they're not worded the way that I can present them uh, for this particular question. So let me All do right. this again. Which branch of mathematics name is derived from an Arabic word that means reunion of broken parts? Hmm. Okay. I think I know. Oh, no, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that, that, Which that's... branch of mathematics name is derived from Arabic word that means reunion of broken parts. 215-263-WMMR. Call now. Nick got it correct. Let's we'll see if you know the answer. So smart. Uh, let's go to birthdays. while well, we're waiting Friday, July 9th. John Tesh has a birthday. The great John Tesh. The great, Tesh. The great Former Tesh. host of uh, Entertainment
3: Tonight with Mary Hart. Yeah. And then went into his own musical career and kind
0: it. of it's like the American Yanni. Yep. He wrote this. Yeah. Uh, the NBA
3: theme.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he he did several. Of I think he might have done some variations on uh, Olympic themes and stuff like that. We had him on yeah. the show, yeah.
3: interview. He was great. Yeah.
0: He got him. Uh, he turns 69 years old today. Mr. John Tesh. Happy birthday. Uh, actor Chris Cooper. He's great. Yes. Uh, not that long ago, we were talking about Adaptation, uh, that weird movie with yeah. Nicolas Cage. I think he won. Did he win an he Oscar did. for
3: that? He and Meryl Streep won Oscars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, C Nicholas Cage did not win an Oscar.
0: Sea uh, C- Biscuit, he's great in that American Beauty, Born <laughs> Identity. He's in the Patriot, whole bunch of stuff. I just watched Seabiscuit Biscuit again. That is, that's, an,
3: that's a masterpiece. It is. That's just a wonderful movie. Yep. And Jeff Bridges, we were talking about,
0: is just a, an incredibly heartfelt, likable character. Mm-hmm. He turns uh, seventy, Chris Cooper, today. Uh, it's also another guy's birthday. Tom Hanks, you may have heard of him. Yeah. Oh,
5: wait a second. I feel like I have heard of that
0: guy. Uh, he turns 65 today. And, uh, just having ice cream. He's having <laughs> some ice up. cream. He me directly in the butt top for his oh, birthday. I'm sorry about that. Today. So.
1: <laughs> he largely disappeared from. Uh... From social media, he used to be uh, post fairly frequently on Twitter yeah, and, yeah. and
0: Instagram, and he just doesn't anymore, which is too bad. It's probably enriching his life that he's not on. His you know life. what? You're right. Yeah. maybe it's yeah. good for Tom. He yeah. did, but he did some fun things that I that I liked. He would uh, he would take pictures of, I think it was like random gloves <laughs> yeah, that you yeah. just see on the side <laughs> on the of the yeah. street, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he would some
0: typewriters. Yeah, oh yeah. From time to time you'll sure, see yeah. a, a, just a random. Sock or glove or something like that out on the road, and he yeah. would take a picture of it and then uh, he would just uh, comment on it, which is fun, I think. Sadly,
3: social media is becoming less and less a place for just fun, I know. whimsy, yeah. that kind of
0: stuff. Tom Hanks, 65 today. Courtney Love's birthday today.
3: Uh, uh, yeah.
0: uh, we're just talking about her. She went on a <laughs> rant not that long ago and then she uh, <laughs> reeled it back. She was uh, bashing mainly on Dave Grohl. Yeah,
3: every, yeah, but she, she does. Yeah. Uh, Though I have to say, having her in the studio for an interview, along with Burt Kreischer, was one of my yeah. most favorite memories of the show in yep. general.
0: It was really cool. Uh, she turns uh, 57 years old today. Courtney Love. All, I be. All right. We also have uh, Kelly McGillis turning a year older. I just watched the original Top Gun again. Oh, yeah. yeah? Look at this. Okay. She's a she's like twice the
3: size of Tom Cruise in that movie.
0: Oh, is she? Yeah. I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> and part. she looks
3: good. Um, but it is, it is, uh, there's a lot of hokey dialogue, a lot of it coming from her.
0: Other than Top Gun, uh, Witness and The Accused, a couple of her notable roles. She's great witness. 64 today. Uh, it's Fred Savage's birthday today. Wow. We were directed by Fred Savage. Yes, he's our director of choice. Uh, yes, when we were, our Steve and I, our first time on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We got our
3: Emmys, and then yep. we realized it's not going to get any better than that. Yep.
0: Uh, he was our director. Yeah. Uh, of course, Kevin Arnold on uh, The Wonder Years.
3: Stand up and,
4: up?
0: and he turns uh, 45. Uh, Years old today. He was on a great show, pressed.
3: I know, Case you were a fan with Rob Lowe called The oh, Grinder. It was so good. So funny. Uh, Charlie's uh, uh, from uh, It's Always Sunny. His wife was Rob Lowe's wife in the series. It was really good. Lasted one season.
0: Uh, did you know it's O.J. Simpson's birthday today? Oh! O.J. and Tom Hanks share birthdays today. Both the most likable people mm. in entertainment. It's,
5: you know, you watch like The Naked Gun. <laughs> it's dirt, like you really it.
3: liked them. Yeah. It's like who knew that, that that demonic stuff was bubbling just under the surface.
0: Right. Uh, I remember seeing uh, there was a show one time that he was, it was like a prank TV yes. show that they had. Yeah. And they ended up not airing his episode because he was such a bad sport about it oh really yeah they have behind the scenes uh video of him or maybe they did air it but they they where they had to pull him aside and say look this is a joke that we're playing was it the dick clark practical jokes it might have been yeah yeah, it might have been it was it was a show like that it had something to do with him he was going on on a private plane and they uh they had him you know uh I, i forgot the specifics behind it but i just remember them saying he was not into it at mm. all, and he was very, very difficult. And yeah, uh, yeah. So that has
3: <laughs> dramatic uh, mood swings, uh-huh. as we no doubt are aware of. Seventy-four today.
0: Uh, Jimmy Smith's has birthday. <laughs> So I just watched the movie In the Heights. Yeah.
3: I really loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. He's great in it. Yeah. It's, it's full of,
0: uh, you know, joy. I only watched the first half hour or so, and then I had something else I had to get to, and I haven't gone back to it yet, but I was delighted to see Jimmy Smith's pop-up singing yep. away, you Absolutely. Know? Uh, so. Now more of
3: the uh, the uh, grandfatherly, you know, yeah, role and yep. doing a great job with it.
0: 66 today. And then the last birthday, a gentleman who is in our studio right here, Richard Roundtree. Shaft himself, man. That, I
3: was, I got a little like uh, nervous on that one because yeah. I'm such a fan of Shaft and those those films. And uh, and we we remember when I brought it up, and he's
0: he's sort of like, ah, oh. yeah, I know. It's like, it's like, nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, do you really? Did you really like that? Not really.
3: And then when the oh. uh, in the commercial break, or though when when the injury was over, he was very talkative about it. I was like, thank you. I prefer you save it for the personal conversation.
0: Uh. Then on the air. <laughs> he's 79 today, Richard Roundtree. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question. What branch of mathematics name is derived from an Arabic word that means reunion of broken parts? And we will go to John because he was the first caller. Hey, John.
6: Hey, good morning.
0: Good morning, John. All right, what branch of mathematics are we talking about here?
7: Final answer is algebra. Yes, you got it right.
0: Hang on a second, John. Algebra, and we're going to give you a four-pack of passes for an advanced screening of Warner Brothers Pictures Space Jam, a new legacy starring LeBron James Don Cheadle in the lineup of Looney Tunes, and it's on Wednesday, July 14th, 7 p.m. at the AMC Fashion District, and it opens in theaters and streams on HBO Max July 16th. Hang on, we'll get your info and set you up with that. All right, we're going to start with this. Uh, A jury will hear from Shannon Doherty next week as she takes her insurance company to court. Wow. Uh, According to court documents obtained by Radar, the Beverly Hills 90210 star will face off against State Farm General Insurance on July 13th in Los Angeles Superior Court. Are we talking Radar, a news service, or Gary Berghoff? Gary Berghoff, yes. Uh, The actress, who is currently battling stage four cancer, uh, filed a lawsuit in 2019 accusing them of refusing to pay to repair smoke damage done to her Malibu home uh, during the Woolsey fire. Uh, and she admits that State Farm paid out over a million dollars but claims that they owe her another $3 million for repairs. Uh, Radar reports that the trial is expected to last three three days, and several experts will provide testimony.
3: What's her status? So she has stage four. Is she responding to treatment? What is any word on her prognosis?
0: Uh, I have not seen anything about that in the past couple yeah. of weeks, months, anything along those lines, so I don't really have any new updates on that, Steve. Uh, Naya Rivera's memory was honored by her family and former co-stars on Thursday, uh, the one-year anniversary of her death. Uh, the actresses Glee co-stars Heather Morris, Kevin McHale, and Jenna Ushkowitz had uh, penned tributes to their friend while Liam Michelle, Chris Colfer, and Matthew Morrison shared photos of their case, uh, castmate on Instagram. Um, additionally, the star's mother and sister appeared on Good Morning America to recount uh, the hell on earth they experienced following the tragic boating accident. So and two, you remember her dad uh, oh he, yeah. had yeah. spoke to her Horrible. right before, she, and, and he told her not to go in the water. Gave her the exact advice oh, that would have saved her life. I can't even imagine. So there's
3: two tragic deaths. We had Corey Monteith, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: And this yeah. from,
3: from the show.
0: Uh, Yolanda Rivera revealed that she and her family are in therapy to deal with the loss of her daughter. We have audio of her therapist. Yeah, Right
3: now, Yolanda.
0: Yeah, to try to calm her down. <laughs> uh, she added, I would like my daughter's legacy. Would you like a burger? Uh, right now, Yolanda. Uh, I would like my daughter's le- legacy, Naya's legacy, to be one that teaches people to love, love who you are because you don't get another life. That's true. That's according to Yolanda. All right. Uh Julie, Julia Stiles Styles <laughs> recently told uh the People in the Nineties podcast how gracious Heath Ledger was on the set of Ten Things I Hate About You. I like that movie. That's a guilty pleasure. Well, I don't know why I'm guilty about it. I I No, that's
2: a guilty pleasure. I enjoy movie. the movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: I never have seen that movie. I should yeah. I should probably catch that sometime, right? It's sort of a Shakespearean riff like uh you know, they've done before and it was uh and I like his performance. He was really good. By the way, Julia Stiles, I can't help but mention this. She's she's a clickbait ad. Oh, there's my a, God. There's a picture of yes. her, like a non a not flattering picture of her. Bloated. Uh, yeah, bloated yeah. and no makeup. And, and the caption always says, and it's only here when I'm at work, yeah. it says, she was once a big star, and now she works in Bella Kinwood, Pennsylvania. <laughs> right. So they geotag yeah, where you are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, a, and, and, it's, and it's a photo where, where you might go, God, she looks familiar, <laughs> you know, and, and you may not yeah, know yeah. that it's Julia Stiles because the photo is <laughs> dowdy, you know, she looks all dowdy down. It's like, she's I'm here like, on, in ballot Yeah. She, wait, here's another one. There's a, uh, Marissa just pulled this up, or, or Connor did. It says, she died, but no one said a word. Here's why. <laughs>
3: Come <laughs> on. That's not... And it's that a picture of her. That shouldn't be okay. Oh, I mean, I know, it's right? clickbait. So what they do is, you know, <laughs> you, you click in and it's it's nothing. And it's also... Invariably, one of these slideshow things mm-hmm. yeah. that mm-hmm. I, I refuse to go down that rabbit well, hole.
2: It was like, well, I guess it's a little, it's kind of similar, but the Karen Hep thing, remember her photo was used on yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. a porn site?
3: Yep, exactly. I'd rather end up on a porn site clickbait yeah. than looking bloated. bloated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're running around Bala Kinwood like now, a mad woman. Now she lives in
0: Bala Kinwood.
3: I, I the one that killed me, Preston, was, was a
0: picture of Stallone. It said, We've lost another one. Uh, here's another one. It says she was a legendary actress. Today she works nine
8: to five. Oh my God! Meanwhile, the photo- she works nine to five. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what terrible- it's like it's like having double lung cancer.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, the photo of her is like not terrible. Yeah, she looks like she has no nope. makeup on. Right, She's- right, right. It <laughs> looks average. Yeah. Who are we just talking
3: about from Baywatch? Yes, Yasmin oh, Bleeth. Ja- so Yasmin yeah. Bleeth ends up in one Ugh. where <laughs> it's legit too, yeah. where she's like in a sweatsuit. But that is the new that is the new
0: clickbait
3: photo yeah, yeah, du jour. Yeah, yeah.
0: So Julia Stiles was talking about Heath Ledger. She said in uh, one of the movie's most famous scenes. Well, they're talking about one of the movie's most famous scenes. Uh, Julia's uh, character reads a heartbreaking poem about her feelings for Ledger's character. Uh, she said that uh, he wasn't trying to compete with me. He stood back and he was like, this is your scene. Uh, when they did his reaction shot, he didn't well up. He didn't go, okay, now I have to do something with my side of the camera. He was just like, that was beautiful and this is your scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, you know, he had this amazing, he had uh, his amazing moments in the movie too. Uh, the singing and dancing and running up and down those steps. But he was confident enough. Even just starting out to be like, I'm handing over the stage to you, and I learned way later in life uh, that that doesn't always happen.
5: So it wasn't like that scene in Tropic Thunder* where uh, yeah. uh, Ben Stiller and uh, Robert Downey Jr. are both sobbing and trying to like steal do the outcry <laughs> each other. Ah! Yeah, yeah.
0: That's at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Yeah. What I love about that scene
3: is is Stiller. They have Stiller's hands blown off, yeah. and but they're blown up in a way a comic, a yeah. cartoons characters' right. hands would blow up, like f- 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 splayed out like a flower. Yep.
0: Uh, Ledger, of course, died in 2008 of an accidental overdose of sleeping pills. He was 28 years old at the time. <laughs> You're not laughing at him dying. We're watching. Oh the video. no no no! That's, oh my God! I'm sorry. Uh, Penelope Disick. Spent her ninth birthday rocking out on her new drum set. Yeah, with her mom's boyfriend Travis Barker. All right. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. If you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna get a new drum kit. Having Travis Barker handy is oh, pretty man. awesome. Got this. like, goddamn it, man. Like, I got her a nothing or a
5: Barbie playhouse or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I
0: don't know. A pile of dirt. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> you like dirt? Here, make a volcano. Here's like some baking baking soda and some vinegar. (laughs) That's how you make a volcano. Oh, okay. I was
0: referencing I love you, ma'am. I know you were. Okay. Uh, Anyway.
3: (laughs) It's like two people speaking a different language. I know.
0: (laughs) A sweet post from Kourtney Kardashian show. (laughs) Show the child sitting at her high uh, at her. I'm sorry, her light pink drum set. Uh, While well, the Blink 182 drummer assisted her with the hi hat. Ah. uh Scott Disick uh, paid tribute as well to his daughter on Instagram, writing, "I love you too much." Way to now, suck wait now wait, 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 yeah. wait. Yeah. If this is verbatim, yeah. he spelled two t o. Now, yeah. you're wrong. You, you will take a look and see, Nick, because I need All to right. know that because it, it, it might I be a typo oh, in my my, in my prep sheet here. It happens. I love, happens. I love you too it. much. And we'll never stop loving you each and every day for the rest of your life. And we'll protect you till the day I die.
2: <sighs> I Sometimes.
0: Nope. Uh, you read it right and yeah. he, he wrote it wrong. T.O.
3: That's okay. weird because Scott Tissing taught English at Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wife was not that I, I. I'm defending him, but sometimes, like if I will do, you know, voice on my watch or yeah. whatever, it does. It doesn't pick up. Too rarely, to right, me. right. And it's one thing that annoys me. I will go in. I will open my phone and I will send like an addendum to it. I'm like T O O. Uh, I yes, uh, yes, because well, you
3: do you know, and and you want to make sure that people know you're not an idiot. <laughs> I don't think he did this. Uh, He's an idiot.
0: With, I don't think he <laughs> did this with voice attacks text okay. because there's at one point he adds, like six exclamation points. At the end. And you're, yes. how, would you have to go exclamation point, yeah. exclamation yes. point, exclamation yes. point, exclamation
2: yes. point. Wait, you can and, also, I, you wait can also, and I love exclamation points in my text messages. Anybody yeah. who I've ever had a text conversation with says the same thing about me. You love your exclamation points. Mm. And I will do that. I'll do exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation Seriously? point. Seriously? I do usually do three, yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> you can also edit <laughs> uh, afterwards like, on like, wait, Twitter, um, on on. Um, Oh, and on Instagram? Instagram.
0: Yeah, you can fix it. Yeah. Which is a nice uh, feature to <laughs> which I have. Hate. Side
2: question, maybe you guys can show me later. Can you edit on your, your watch? Yes. If I do the voice and something comes out wrong, I can edit before I send it?
3: You should be able to, yeah. I, know. I
2: can't figure it out. I'm not good with the
3: watch. I haven't used the watch for that in a while, though. All
0: right, carry on.
3: <laughs> uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh,
0: Tiffany Haddish came clean to actor Nicolas Cage about having... Her first orgasm while watching him terrorize John DeVolta in the 1997 action flick Face-Off. What? She said, it was my first big O. She was actually talking to NPR when she shared this story. (laughs) Uh, The comedian who stars opposite Cage in the forthcoming feature called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent said that she felt compelled to tell the Oscar winner about her euphoric experience while on set in 2020. Initially hesitant to share her story with Cage during filming, uh, she said she struggled to reveal her explosive truth. She said it was a debate. Um, and she was uh, like her, inner, a debate, her yeah. inner conflict. She said, should I tell Nicholas Cage this? This is inappropriate. I don't want him to hit me with a sexual harassment claim, claim but I got to tell him. Uh, she ultimately opted to spill the beans when she realized her awkward vibes were beginning to tarnish her favor with the National Treasure Hero. She said you could tell that he was getting irritated and I was like, look, I'm really imitated by you, and I, uh, I need to tell you something. I have to tell you this story, man, and once I tell you this story, it'll be fine. She explained that at 17 years old, she and her then-boyfriend went to a nearly empty movie theater to see Face Off. Uh, during the semi-private viewing, she began making out with her date, and their lusty lovemaking brought Haddish <laughs> to climax. And when she opened her eyes... <laughs> Cage's steely stare was the first thing she saw beaming from the big screen. So she has this mental connection. She said, as I was achieving a momentous moment that I had never experienced in my life, I opened my eyes and the eyes of Nicolas Cage are looking into my eyes super big. You eat sand? Uh, She said uh, the memory came rushing back to her when she came eye to eye with him in person. That's funny. She said, so now I'm standing across from this man with those same big old eyeballs. All I can think about is this guy that I had went to the movies with and how we were making out and then that feeling and then how weird I feel remembering this in front of him. Uh, Luckily, her orgasmic admission broke the ice between her and Cage who she claims laughed super hard at the tale. And she went on to say that uh, Cage likened her risque recounting to one that his ex-wife Patricia Arquette told him right before they tied the knot in 1995. He says, you know, uh, my wife first saw me in a movie, and she said that she was going to marry me, and we ended up getting married. And I said, yeah, well, I didn't say that I was going to marry you, nor let you put your fingers anywhere on me, okay? (laughs) Uh, but they ended up having a good time, and uh, that kind of broke the ice. It was a story she felt she needed to share with them.
3: So GQ has a uh, YouTube channel, and they do. Uh, they've done this series, which I've kind of. Taking a deep dive into. They have actors. It's actors on the most iconic roles. I've watched these. I love them. They're great. I love them. And uh, Nicolas Cage did one. Okay. And it's really insightful. Is it good? Yes, because he knows he's Nicolas Cage. Right. And he knows when he's going to chew up the scenery. Right. But a lot of it is very thoughtful. It's very um, revealing, self-deprecating. And it's great. And when they do these, Steve, like they they're
1: doing them on purpose. Obviously, they they have a new project that they want right. to promote, but they're not at all above reflecting on
3: all of their famous movies. You know? Yeah. yeah. So they'll, they'll pick a good chunk of them. A lot That's of them cool. have such extensive film libraries they can't do them all. Yeah. But um, they'll, they'll they'll pick as they say what they believe to be some of their more iconic roles.
5: I just can't imagine any sort of scenario in which um, what she did. Uh, and said, "Would ever be okay if it was the other way around? If it was a guy?" Yeah, right. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gotta tell you story.
2: I gotta tell you the story. I, you I, you the shot, story. I yeah.
3: shot hard over you. Yeah. Can I tell you something, Tiffany? Uh, I shot hard over you. I mean, I, I, like, I evacuated my testes in a major way.
0: There is a double standard there. Yeah,
3: can a, you
2: imagine? <laughs> listen, mm-hmm. oh my God, I have a story for you. Okay, say, and
3: it's you funny. This is going to be. <laughs> can I tell you something? Oh my God! <laughs> the other night, I was watching Face <laughs> Off.
0: <laughs> no, it was when she would have been doing oh, yeah. traffic on NBC. Yeah. 10. yeah. Oh, and I gotta tell you, I shot. <laughs> oh my God. Uh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Though you know that you've had that and maybe that we've that's a topic we've done before, but you know when you a coworker or somebody when you have a, a bizarre dream out of the blue, don't tell them yeah, don't, yeah.
0: do not yeah, tell, don't, them. Don't tell
4: them
3: no.
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, next story. Heidi Klum recently shared the advice she gave her seventeen year old daughter who is following in her footsteps. The supermodel told... Stop
3: following me!
0: The supermodel told people, I said to her, at the end of the day, you have to be happy with yourself. Wow. And don't do anything you don't want to do. It's okay to say no. Uh, You don't always have to please people, uh, but I'm always with Lenny. And is that her name? L-E-N-I? Lenny? 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 Lenny. Hello. Uh, Hello. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Uh and she has a look very... at this
3: story. look at the picture up in the studio here. Oh, she's uh, a stunner. <clears throat> I mean stunner.
0: for Christ's sake. Uh and she has a very good head on her shoulders. Uh Lenny Klum. Hello. Yeah, hello. Uh as already and
3: Squiggy Klum
0: <laughs> landed the covers of Vogue German and Glamour Germany. So she is well on her You're way. You're
3: kicking in and magazines.
0: Mm-hmm. She's on uh,
3: AGT, right? Yeah.
0: That is correct. We were just talking about her yesterday with yeah. the little I, girl. The I can't take it. <laughs> opera. Can't take well, what? Well,
5: uh, her on that show, ah. especially when there's, like, a stand-up comedian and, like, they have to explain their joke. I don't jo- get it. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't find the yeah. humor in is
3: this. Is that, like,
0: Liederhausen? Yeah. Does she say that? Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, like, man. oh, my God. I don't get this joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, how about this? Basic Instinct director Paul Verhoeven uh, refuted Sharon Stone's claim uh, that he tricked her into flashing the camera during the film's most notorious scene.
3: Nice beaver. <laughs> he told Var- I want, to be able to, I want for everyone to be able to see a sweaty beaver.
0: <laughs> uh, he told Variety in an interview published on Wednesday, uh, she knew exactly what we were doing. I told her that it was based on the story of a woman that I knew when I was a student who did the crossing of the legs without panties regularly at parties. When my friend told her that we could see her vagina, she said, of course, that's why I do it. Uh, Sharon, he said, then Sharon and I decided to do a similar sequence. According to Stone's memoir... Uh, she removed her underwear to shoot the scene because of a lighting issue, but no front. What? Okay. But no frontal nudity was supposed to appear in the film. We needed another, another key light on Sharon's vagina. Everybody, no, listen. You don't do a shot like that with no panties on without going. Could you see it? You know, oh, well, and or you, not?
3: You, you. Do you remember where the camera was? The angle was yeah, low, yeah. up at her sitting oh, in the yeah. chair. The whole idea of the scene was she is controlling the men in the room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was the whole thing. Yep. And that was a shock scene that. Got... Her massive traction. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was one of the one of the more iconic moments in film history. Yeah, yeah.
2: I wasn't allowed to watch the movie. Really? Yeah. Of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. My mom was like, you, it, "Absolutely not."
0: It's so quick. <laughs> it, it, you, it's, it's very nothing. quick. You really we, don't see most of it's Your imagination.
2: And then, so and then, my friend, who I'm still friends with today, he's my oldest friend. We've been friends since third grade. He brought the movie over on VHS, yeah. and uh, in the house I grew up in, we had an apartment that uh, periodically, right, your makeup apartment no my parents would like help some people out if they needed yeah. somewhere to stay we once had somebody who was going through a divorce they let them stay there whatever long story short uh there you know it was set up as an apartment so me uh bobby and one of our other friends went in there and watched the movie and my mom called us oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh. you're not playing part cheesy <laughs> and, and that's why I, I go are, are you for real i go she just opened her legs for like half a second. Relax. Yeah. 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 It's not think- like,
0: you know, you were expecting Hustler. Yeah. You know, I
5: don't something. remember. Do you see like anything
0: besides? Not you just really. See, you just see a, a quick flash of edge. Quick. But it's it's so quick. I mean, like you can't tell if she has pubic hair or not. You definitely What's going on that. in there? You don't see any definition. Really? Rip- I don't remember. But she knew exactly
1: what she was doing. Sure. She was yeah. doing it. The, uh, she hosted SNL right after that and Pearl Jam were the musical guest, and they did a little skit where um, she, she uh, you know, starts to open up her legs and everybody in the audience kind of like leans to the left, and then they cut to the entire band of Pearl Jam, and they're just sitting there, jaws agape, and nice like, yeah, a little, yeah,
4: like, yeah, yeah, seriously, like, see a beaver.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're in it on looks, the joke. It looks like a, a <laughs> taco. It's,
1: it's hilarious to see Pearl Jam have a sense of humor and Eddie doing something yeah, like that as well. Wow, but that was ninety two, and that put was a
3: cigarette in it and put sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> it would look like a weird man
0: <laughs> with a sideways mouth. Yeah, like, it's
3: looking weird. Right?
0: Yeah. That, Nick, I had no idea. That yeah. I, I would have thought that Pearl Jam would have said, no, dude, we're not doing that.
1: Totally. And it was right when the movie came out, and she's making fun of herself yeah. uh, doing this scene, and everybody in the audience, including Pearl Jam, are <laughs> in on the joke.
3: <laughs> it's a butchery hatchet wound. <laughs> uh, Eddie
0: just finds it hilarious. You Look, know, at Look at that. Pointing at Look it. Look at
3: that. Looky. <laughs> Looks like the alien in Mac and Me. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, you know what? Nick just uh, pulled up the video. Wait, was Eddie in that, or was he the only yeah. one not in? the He's band? right in the middle, and he's is got he? the
1: backwards hat on. Yeah, and okay. uh, doesn't have the beard. But yeah, this is ninety two, ninety three, and uh, wow, you know, he looks like a child.
0: Yeah, they all do. Look at oh, Stone's my hair.
1: God. Anyway, so she knew what she was doing when this scene was being filmed, mm. and she she melted it as, as sure. she should.
3: But yeah. it's It's a great performance. Exactly, it is, and yeah. she's a competent actress. You
0: know, and and I, I don't know. It, is the whole impetus to start blaming now at this point? No, no okay. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how. Uh, I, I've not read the uh, from her memoir exactly what was said. I don't think she was being too no, accusatory. And she she I did think
3: the he... same thing in Total Recall. You remember that? No. I can see a beaver. Oh, <laughs> did you get, Were you hurt? Look at that. We did the things in the belly, so the labias and the stuff and the hair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, We're going to move on. Joe Exotic's estranged husband appears to have moved on as well.
2: I saw it yesterday. I follow this kid on Instagram for whatever reason. And I saw the post.
0: Uh, Dylan Passage introduced the world to his new boyfriend, John, in an Instagram post. And he wrote... I've planned on keeping my relationship private for personal reasons, but lately I've been having a hard time dealing with things happening in my life and John has been my rock in helping me get through it all. This, ha- I, I, this crush Joe, it has to crush Joe Exotic I to know, lose his...
2: Who knows? But listen, th- this kid, and I call him a kid because he is, he's like, yeah. he's like young 20s. The guy that he's with looks much more his speed. He looks like he's right. his age. He's, right. you know, just as good looking as him. Like, this is more him than Joe Exotic.
0: Right. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Dylan had announced her. Earlier this year, that he planned to leave the Tiger King star after more than three years. Of I can't
2: believe it. <laughs> <laughs> after all we've been <laughs> seriously, yeah, I can't seriously. believe it. And look at his boyfriend; he's adorable. Yeah, he's a really oh, good looking
9: oh, guy.
4: God. Yeah.
3: the first guy comes along, man.
4: Eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh
3: huh. I wrote a song for
2: you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean uh, I think my first question would be like what what
8: were you thinking? Yeah, yeah what were what you thinking?
3: Well, there? there was a little bit of self-promotion involved, clearly.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it, just it is this
0: Tiger? I yeah. tiger. Oh my god.
10: Tail of the Hunter.
2: <laughs> you like this! Lay
10: down yeah. there, Oh
2: my god, see I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the voice. i <laughs> <Not> the
10: tiger.
5: <laughs>
3: tiger. Little bit of love.
5: The All fact right. that he's not even singing.
3: <laughs> yes. He
0: probably wasn't even there for the
3: recording. Oh the my God. On the
0: uh, speaking of recordings, uh, we're going to play a clip of Hugh Jackman uh, for this particular story here. Uh, no matter how many years pass, Hugh Jackman will always love Whitney Houston. In an endearing video posted on Instagram, Jackman admitted that his teen self spent years believing that the famous singer was crooning to him And only him in her famous 1992 hit, I Will Always Love You. Uh, So we have uh, some audio from this. Here we go.
3: By the way, listen to the very last lyric of I
11: Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. She actually says, Hugh, I promise you. The very last, it's Hugh. Although I I made myself believe
10: that when I was 15.
3: (laughs) And just without even hearing the clip, which is the second clip, includes a, a snippet of the song, Yes, mm. she does. When she's, she you. has a breathy it's you. Breathy,
0: yeah. Yes. Uh, do we have that? Yes. Yep. Okay. Is this it, Case? I believe so. You? That's okay. Oh, she loves you all. But this yeah. is it. Love. Who do you love? You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That is... <laughs> Why does the piano come in? We don't need the piano. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> man, that woman can sing. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, oh, man. I uh, like that loser kid on AGT. Uh, Hugh was scheduled <laughs> to return to Broadway in The Music Man, uh, whose opening was yep. postponed due to COVID. Were you going to go see it? Yeah. yeah we, had,
5: we had tickets and everything. Uh,
0: it was originally rescheduled to premiere in the spring of this year. Currently, the musical's creative team is uh, being retooled following the allegations against that producer guy Scott Rudin who yeah, was, who now uh, everyone hates throwing potatoes at people right. and stuff like that right they
3: they loved him and now they they have mm. to uh, hate him but the uh, as far as Hugh Jackman goes he is a complete entertainer mm-hmm. i mean st- i mean this the range that he has
0: mm-hmm. is just
3: astonishing
0: yep uh, let me see why is this story here hang on so <laughs> oh, i'm here. curious no it's a bizarre file story um, really yeah, is, it, is but... it slightly entertainment based it's a dead body in a walk-in freezer. Okay. Oh my
5: god! Like oh. Goonies.
0: Was there a dead body in a walk-in yeah. freezer?
5: Yeah, Chunk got stuck in there with them because <laughs> oh, they yeah. had Rocky Road. So Chunk was dead in there. No, no the they... dead guy was in there, and Chunk got stuck in there. Oh. Who's, who's the dead was... guy? I don't remember. Well, the Fratellis killed him. Remember, this is at like the where the no, I, yeah, I know,
0: I, yeah, I know where it was, but I don't remember the dead person, huh? Yeah. He was
2: like sobbing, crying when they eventually got him out.
0: Okay. Because he was cold, probably right. And then with again. a dead
2: guy, so
5: he like smelled the ice cream. He's like, "Oh man!" And then he Smell opened. The up, ice. He opened up the freezer, and he's like, "Oh my god, they got like Fudge Ripple and, and right. Rocky Road." <gasps> and then all he can pay, pay attention to is the ice cream. But all the other kids, they see the giant dead body in there. Ah. um And then the dead body ends up falling on the chunk. They go face to face. Okay. Yeah. So the what? story did
1: belong in Entertainment News.
0: Yes, yes it did. Yes. There you go. i we, mm-hmm. we made yeah. that. Uh, makes sense. Just on,
3: on a side note here, uh, I wonder what the status is of Adam Goldberg's
0: Goonies movie, because he's doing wow. one. Yes. Do not know. We'll have to research that. All right. Uh, a couple other quick things. Kiefer Sutherland will once again playing the president of the United States. Uh, TV Line reports that uh, the designated Survivor star will take on the role of President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Huh. Opposite uh, Gillian Anderson's Eleanor Roosevelt in Showtime's upcoming anthology series, The First Lady. So he will be FDR. That'll be interesting. That's a little weird. I don't see him as an FDR type. Right. I don't either. Uh, And then one more thing. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is set to join the season five cast of Search Party. Deadline reports that the star will have a recurring role as Tunnel Quinn. A charismatic tech billionaire. Uh, tunnels are uh, <laughs> basically tubes uh, that one can crawl through. Goldblum said in a statement, Search Party is such a brilliant show. What a thrill and a privilege it is to get to be a little part of it. He's great. I respect and adore everyone involved with this magical entertainment. I'm not familiar with that show.
3: I've, n- I've not heard of it. I know The last thing I knew he was working on it was the Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, this is season
0: five of this show.
3: Yes, well, we have a lot of catch-ups. <laughs> All right, yeah,
0: right. so new movies. All Yay. Right. How
4: about
0: that? <laughs> All right, so just one movie and that is it and we had a chance to speak about it recently, Black Widow. <laughs> opens this weekend. It's an action-adventure film, obviously, starring Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, and David Harbour. Uh, Rachel Weisz is in it, too. Yeah, she is. Um, The plot is Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arise. Uh, Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha Musteele with her history as a spy and the broken relationship she left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. Two hours, 13 minutes long. It's rated PG-13. Wide release in theaters and streaming on Disney Plus today. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes' score gives it an 81%. It's a good movie, man. Really good movie. Looking forward to it. Going to watch it tonight, imagine. yeah. All right, let's do the Eclipse. When well, LeBron James and his son get stuck in a digital world, the only way to get home safely is to team up with Bugs Bunny and the Toon Squad. In this clip, King James hints at where Space Jam A New Legacy falls in the series. It's not a sequel.
6: It's called Space Jam New Legacy. It's not Space Jam 2, Space Jam New Legacy. And um, there will be a basketball game, I'll say that. And there will be some people that are a little bit um, out of this world that we're competing against. It's more of a. Family movie. I don't.
4: I don't want to. I don't think
5: I
3: want to see it. <laughs> I hated the first Space Jam. Yeah, uh, I didn't care for it either. Yeah, I hated yeah.
5: it. I can't stand the Looney Tune characters' voices. It's not. not n-
3: you're right, case. They're way off. Uh, and the people, and they've had people do good, good Im- impressions of those Mel Blanc voices. But I'm right with you on that. It just doesn't sound right.
0: Space Jam: A New Legacy comes out in theaters July 16th. Here's the next clip. Scarlett Johansson first appeared as Black Widow and Iron Man nearly 11 years ago. I think it was Iron Man 2, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in this clip, she talks about the infamous movie dubbed the Crotch Throat Grab. <laughs> oh, yeah. That she has done countless times <laughs> since 2010. Here we go.
8: I fought Winter Soldier with that. I've taken down so many guards. I do it on Favreau. Who else have I spent a long day with my <laughs> legs strapped around? Taskmaster, actually. Yeah, it's it's got a very unattractive name, but it's quite appealing to watch.
0: <laughs> Vagina. You know who else does that move? Evangeline Lilly in uh, Ant-Man. She does. I thought that was a bit of a rip-off. I didn't care for that. So I thought that was, that's Black Widow's move.
3: There's a YouTube channel called Corridor Crew, and it's all uh, special effects guys, but they also bring in... Um, Stunt people, and they bring in the stunt women, and they brought in the the actress or the stunt person who stunts for Scarlett Johansson the most as Black Widow, and you know that move ca- is done live, you know, and and the the, the fighting sequences and stuff are, are pretty badass. But she is she's almost a dead ringer for Scarlett
12: Johansson. Marissa, are you guys done talking about Black Widow? Yeah, she was mm.
0: about uh, well. What She wants what? She wants to talk about Space Jam. I think she wants to defend Space Jam. Black okay. Widow is in theaters and streaming on Disney Plus today. All right, go ahead.
12: How the hell can you guys hate Space Jam? <laughs> <laughs> it
5: sucks. It sucks. The, the acting from the basketball no. players is okay. terrible. Right. The voicing for the cartoon characters oh. is terrible. It's it's not a good movie, and it's it was never meant for me. It was never meant for Steve. It's meant for children who have terrible taste. Children. All
12: right. Wow. Well, Space Jam was a very formidable movie. Nick Murphy and I are literally standing here, like jaws wide open. They. This they, movie was part of our lives. That Seal song, what was it? Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, that's I, from
0: that's from Batman Forever. Forever. Batman. Wait, what was it? I believe I, I, I can fly. That one. That yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. That was R. Kelly. Yeah. Whatever. Look what he did! He peed on people. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess
3: on. you support <laughs> holding women hostage and pissing on? Uh, I but think
0: because are... maybe you guys are a little bit younger, yes. and and uh, we grew up, you know, knowing what good stuff is. Well, no, accustomed to the uh, the, the original Looney Tunes yeah. stuff, and and we have a different take on it. But as <laughs> like my kids like Space Jam, yeah, you know. So, but I think it's just a generational thing.
12: All right, for yeah. every person out there that owns a Tune Squad jersey. Rock
0: off. All right. (laughs) There you go. Marissa gives it it the end. Now, will you see this new one? Hell
12: yes. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, It opens on the 16th, I believe. Well, it may be completely different. Maybe Uh, it's a work of art. You never know. (laughs) All right. um, We're going to take a break because that's it for the Entertainment Report. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, Mark Zumoff is going to be joining us this morning. So we'll talk to Zoo as he is now officially retired. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us.
9: The free MMR app for your phone. You can stream us live, get on-demand audio and video, and we can even send you alerts on really important stuff. Plus, it's Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible. The MMR app, making your smartphone a little dumber.
0: Uh, yesterday, later in the show, we had this uh, discussion about uh, things that that people are afraid of, things that that normal, that people, oh, most people find normal, and yet it scares you. And Marissa said that uh, on Facebook. They're, like it continued on. The right. conversation went Kept on, going. on and on. And she said there were some really surprising things, like people that are afraid of sunflower seeds. <laughs> I don't know why. Right, Marissa, hang on. She, she would be able to expand a little bit. I was on that. Uh,
12: screen capturing them. It's not sunflower seeds. Sunflower shells up. or sunflowers. Uh, no. sunflowers. Sunflowers. Oh, I understand
0: a smell that. Out of me. They look like a head.
3: They look like a face. I feel yeah.
12: like the middle is just going to suck your face off. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: You know, we oh have god, talked so about funny. are people with that fear of the um the the, holes, the holes, no, you the know what? porous looking. Somebody thing.
2: posted a picture, and it just was wrong. It was. It was. I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. I couldn't. Really? Through. Oh my god! It was awful. It was like holes on someone's hand. It was. It was terrible. Don't go look.
0: All right, not okay. go look. <laughs> All right. Oh, and uh, our friend Michael Giacchino, uh, the uh, Oscar-winning uh, composer, had posted in response to that and said he's afraid of cucumbers. Cucumbers, yeah. like a cat. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. I do not know why. But, I, Marissa, you got a couple more examples? You want to hear
12: them? Sure. Yeah. Uh, throwing something down a flight of stairs, like laundry to a basement or tossing keys to my husband. Wow. I uh, can't do it. If I absolutely have to, I won't look.
3: I wonder if that's fear of hitting them in the eyes or causing damage, physical harm.
12: Hands sliding together. I know it sounds weird, but holding hands and most handshakes make my blood run cold. Oh, my God. The (laughs) friction from hand to hand freaks me out. That's my girl. Balloons, they're very unstable. They could pop at any moment. Balloons? Balloons, I know
3: people who are terrified of balloons. Right. Right.
12: Changing strings on a guitar. I swear that high E is going to snap and move ah, me back in the eye. I could see that. So that
3: actually, it's funny you just mentioned oh. that. In, in that horrible remake of The Haunting, uh, The woman's, uh, there's a uh, a, p- a piano wire that adjusting becomes too tight and slaps her and hits her in the face. Oh. And I and I know that that is a, uh, th- that fear of tightening things like that, yeah, yeah, Taut yeah. things,
0: uh, like, an archery, like it, the bow, string. And, all and like you that. said, pumping up a, a tire. Oh, like yes. Like something that's on the edge of. Of just snap. Right, right. Or explosion. People just crap themselves. No.
12: E.T., I'm 41 years old and I still somehow <laughs> have nightmares about him. I don't like being wow. d- near dark woods because I'm afraid I might see his lower Knock it off, heart. pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ceiling fans, I have this totally irrational feel- fear that it will fall from the ceiling and chop me up. <sighs> uh. But the
0: fan will fall off the ceiling. Mm -hmm.
12: Peacocks. I'm not sure why. It (laughs) freaks me out that one minute it's a normal-looking bird, and then, bam, this big-ass tail. Like, who are you? What's the disguise? Who are you hiding from? (laughs) That's great.
0: I love it. I don't trust
12: those shady bastards.
0: Right. Uh, But I I love everyone's willingness to uh, share these things that they have not uh, shared before, probably, with people, because it seems a little embarrassing. Uh, And I have another... uh, topic that can kind of follow in that. It's not what you're afraid of, but uh, I saw this Reddit thread of Family secrets that you found out at some point. So
3: do you think this is a cathartic thing like yesterday and and, uh, and with family secrets, yeah. it's cathartic to get it out now and then? Maybe. Like, like, I, like an emotional
0: purge? I'm not sure about the family secrets. About the other thing, yes. Yes. I, I think yeah. so for sure. It, especially if you find out you're not alone yeah. in, in your dumb fear. And when mm-hmm. you're able to, to say something out loud, maybe there's something, you know, in fact, <clears throat> I'd like to do it sometime. Maybe not right now, but something you've never Uttered to anyone ever in your entire life, mm. Kathy. Uh, I had a dream about you last night. <laughs> God in heaven.
2: Help me.
0: About <laughs> you, and you've just you've never told anyone. That could be interesting. Well, well for, now I know it's going to happen
3: any day. But ever since we started the show, we asked for a line that could mask people's voices, and so that would be a great way for people to call in and really open up their, nah. you know. You know that that technology doesn't it exist. It just does doesn't not. exist. <laughs> yeah. They don't make that. Um, but uh, yeah, so this one here, uh, this, this one, topic, so, so family secrets. Uh, Do you have? Uh, well, what well, comes to mind in, okay. in my mind, Preston? What? Uh, Kathy's the revelation with her dad and, yeah. and Janice Joplin being her mother. Yeah. yeah,
2: but that wasn't. None of that is a secret. Like oh, my dad talks okay. about all of that stuff.
0: So there's a there's a belief. That a member of my family uh, killed someone oh. uh, and did it in a fashion that is just messed up. What? And I don't know if it's true or not, but... It's... Is it Uncle OJ? No, it wasn't Uncle OJ. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we believe that uh, somewhere in my lineage Ow. there was a, uh, uh, a woman who... Um, had uh her and her friend had uh taken to caring for an elderly woman uh-huh. and that woman had money she's so like the movie you watched and they, they yeah they they take care of her and everything and uh gained her trust and man, managed to wow. legally get you know conservatorship and stuff oh, like yeah. that and then uh the belief is they poisoned her and uh and wow. and took her inheritance how close to you in the lineage is
3: this family member close? Really? yeah. Your and sister. No, it's not my sister. Is it he your mom? No. No, 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 Is no. it your mom? But Is it anyway, you? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, nice. <laughs>
0: Because I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we don't even know if it's valid. Yeah, it's just yeah. a... It's just a... We were like, I could see that. You know what I mean? Uh, so, That's I don't know. your nut sack and I killed someone. Right. <laughs>
2: um, well, yeah. So, I... I, we think that my grandfather killed somebody, too.
0: Really? We're, this is the one who is mob-related? No, mob, oh. not
2: mob-related. The Irish side. Um, and, and nobody's actually sure, but something happened uh, in the family, which was um terrible. It was awful. And my grandfather said, I'm going to take care of it. And it was a guy who lived upstairs from him. He went upstairs that day. My my aunts, my mom, all of the kids were in where they lived, in the apartment where they lived. And they said after he went upstairs, they never saw the man again. Wow. And the man lived upstairs from them. They used to go into his apartment. They would see him every single day. And my mom said, we never saw him So was
3: this guy a very um, volatile, the the person who was, we assume, taken care of? Was this guy very bad or or evil? Yes, he
2: did something very bad. And my grandfather went and...
3: They never saw him again.
0: They never saw him again. Wow. (laughs) All right, Uh. so uh, I'll give you a couple of examples here. Not all of them are, you know, my family member killed someone. Yeah, but those are good ones. They are good ones. So this one is interesting. It says, my husband's grandmother uh, was a Jewish teenager during World War II and was placed into a concentration camp. During this time, a Nazi guard fell in love with her and would bring her extra food and clothing and et cetera. And he continued to protect her to keep her alive. When the war was over, she came to the u s started a new life, and she told this secret to our family just days before she passed away. It was like something that she wow. had kept hidden from the family because she was i don't know embarrassed by it or oh, something oh my like God that. imagine you're you're trying to stay alive yeah. I mean Do there, there's you nothing can. to be embarrassed Take about help
3: from anybody you oh can my get God, yeah, I can't even from. imagine
0: the hell that that would be, yeah. Another one says, after my uncle died, we discovered that he had a second wife who he had spent most of his time with. This happens more than you would think. Yeah. The, 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 the second or some have had multiple families around the country. Uh, they said uh, literally no one on either side knew this for over 25 years. Uh, he also purchased the same prefab house, same furniture, and same everything for each of his wives. That's the way to do it. So that their houses mirrored each other oh and probably God. help him to keep his story straight. Well, that's what
3: you would do, right? If, if, if the story gets too diverse, if yeah. you're dealing with basically a multiverse of timelines. You're going to slip. Yeah, you might slip. Yep. Steve, you know what also happens fairly frequently and more often than you would
1: think is, uh, and here's the example that I'm going to give, is um, I have a friend. She has an older sister and a younger sister. Right. And uh, the older sister is actually... Actually, the mother of the younger sister, yeah. and they didn't know that for a really long time, and so they they eventually had a family get together and they had a conversation and they aired it. You know, everybody now is now aware of all of it. That's right but, out of Chinatown. But for a, the longest time, my friend thought that she had this family dynamic that wasn't true. A
3: sibling is a parent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another one. Says my, my aunt- dad was actually my little sister. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> See, these things happen.
3: That is so your name weird. is
0: Debbie. <laughs> Uh, I see your dad with a little uh, a blonde wig on with curly
3: locks. Why? <laughs> I'm going to go outside and
0: skip. Uh, this one says, uh, my aunt poisoned my grandma for her inheritance. Oh, wow. Everyone yes. in my family knows I'm about it. I'm
3: sick of this, you crazy bitch.
0: But, but it's just not talked about. Uh, yeah, those,
3: uh, wow, man. Yeah. You know, there's there's there there the dramas that run deep in, in so many families. Yeah. You know, you think what you see in Hollywood movies is you know, wow, it, it never gets that crazy. It gets that crazy and then some.
0: Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let me go to let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, ladies, gentlemen,
7: whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>, whatever. <whatever's- laughs> how you doing, Joe? <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, my grandparents were going through hard times. This is when they were younger. Uh, they had eight kids, and they were about to lose the house. My grandmother says, "Hey, went down to the casino, won a bunch of money." That's not what happened.
3: Oh, what she
7: happened? She did a pornographic movie.
3: She did what? a porn movie. Oh my god! How yeah. how how graphic a porn movie do we know?
7: Um. I, I, like I didn't watch it, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean you,
3: you, you, you if you're gonna tell me you're not interested in how far grandma went Stop in a porn it. movie oh, dear I'm god. gonna call you a flat out um, liar.
7: So apparently, it was apparently like back when like they actually had slots and stuff, like not like the crap we watch today. Yeah, right, stuff yeah. in
0: the, you know, late uh, late seventies, yeah. yeah. early
3: eighties. Yeah. The stuff you had fast forward for.
7: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, um I know she oh god, I'm don't make me say it, but I'll say <laughs> she uh it was like a
3: uh, Monica Lewinsky scene. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, 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 there's no judgment here. If there was, if there was, hey, um, uh, she, did what she had, you had to do. And
0: that was, listen, and, uh, oh you know, God. that's, that's, that's gum <laughs> Here's what I needed, yeah. Joe. How did this, Hi, Im- grandma. how did this information <laughs> become family knowledge? So I was looking for like old tapes of Christmas
7: oh. and I just, no, that's not how we found. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah she told um like her sister basically her sister told my cousin cousin told me I made I made jokes in front of my grandma yeah and my grandma's face was like uh oh somebody's opened the chamber of secrets oh, no. I was like oh no granny no oh it's <laughs> true oh good oh, lord wow no,
3: no. oh, no. no. well you know what listen I, I, well, I <laughs> mean, is she is she is she still alive huh is she still alive your grandma um uh, yeah. Okay. Listen, I
0: Respect for her. Yes. I total respect for this woman. She had eight kids She's trying to do what she could. They're at the. They're at the end of their money. And, She's probably scared crapless. And she did what she needed to do. I think. And I. I think. I think that's I Very commendable. Yeah. Yeah. You know
4: what?
7: yeah. What? Do for you, Grandma. You yeah. yeah. You yeah. be a bad deal. Yeah.
0: Do
3: that cucumber trick. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. <laughs> All
3: right, Joe. Thank you. No, that's nothing like, to be ashamed about. It's not like Gary Lauer. Uh, laughing I
5: want, I, so I want to watch this. I want to support your grandmother.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I think she's Joe, like email Casey with the name of the movie, okay? <laughs> I want to watch it. He's gone. There's he no way he's, he's going to email a title. He might. Wow. Wow! That's, okay, that's she was in a, a desperate that's, situation. That's a really good one. All right, uh, I will go to Alyssa. These are family secrets. Hey, Alyssa. Good morning.
8: Good morning, you guys. Rock.
0: Thank you, Alyssa. So you have an interesting family secret?
8: Yeah. So my uncle, growing up, always had a different last name than like my dad and my other aunts and uncles. We kind of as kids like never really thought too much about it. But as he got older, I was like, why the hell does he have a different last name? So my cousin apparently found out from her mom that he was placed into witness protection when he was younger, uh, I guess, again, in his 20s, because he apparently was, like, friends with somebody in the mob. But I feel like that story doesn't really add up. <laughs> right? <any sense>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you, you, you're you a friend of the mob. We need to make you uh, yeah. go away, yeah. friend of the yeah. mob.
8: <laughs> it just didn't add up. Like, just friends, and you had to go into witness protection. His kids have different last names, but anytime somebody... Mentions it, it's like crickets in the family. And right. Well, listen,
3: like, so Alyssa, it's it's not inconceivable that someone has witnessed something right. or is in proximity. uh But I, I agree with you on the f- friend of the mob thing. Looks sounds a little suspicious, Kathy. Yeah.
8: And the way they keep it so hush hush.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Alyssa, is he like biologically your uncle? Yeah. Okay. Um,
5: yeah, so
8: it was weird him having a different last name from my dad.
5: Well, how, all right, so I'm, maybe I'm misunderstanding what witness protection does, but shouldn't he be like not in contact with the family at all?
8: Well, so I didn't really have much of a relationship with him until I was probably in my late teens, and he's like in his sixties or seventies now. Right, and so you, it might have been like when he was in his twenties, and he always lived in Florida. Right. He didn't move back to New York where we were from until I was
3: like twenty-five. So, unless it could quite possibly be, if he said it was in his twenties, who, wh- wherever the threat was coming from, might have passed away, or yeah. uh, and, and, and so, like even like people like Henry Hill, the you know from Goodfellas, just decided to reintegrate and 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 kind of went off his own witness protection at a certain point. He deemed it. Safe to do so. So, I don't know, but, man, that's a wild story. Interesting.
8: Yeah, his, his kids have now, like, changed their last names back to our. <laughs> to
0: Corleone. Okay,
3: yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> still
8: got the other
0: one. All right, Alyssa, thanks for sharing. We appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Uh We will go next to Danny. Hey, Danny, good morning.
6: Hey, good morning, you
0: guys. Good morning, it, buddy. All right, so family secret to share?
6: Yeah, so uh, apparently when I was, like, 11 years old, uh, you know I'm parents fighting in the room i had a, a different last name didn't really think much of it i was you know 10 11 years old and um they come out and they're like hey listen you know this guy uh, we'll call him we'll call him uh robert cuz listen that's your real father man this wow. guy you know jose he's uh He's not. And this guy's freaking loaded. I just saw you. Know,
3: <laughs> so Danny, what 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 uh, prompted them?
6: Really rich uncle He comes by, he gives me sneakers, he gives me this, he gives me that. Oh my god, wow. And yeah, he he owns like a chain of stores
3: and Well, got, well, like, let, let me ask you two things. So so what prompted them at that point to tell you that he was your dad?
6: Uh, you know, what I think it was is my um you know my father that raised me. I still I call him dad. You know he's the person that raised me. Right, okay. He's got much just, you know my sperm donor, the other guy. Yeah, right. But um, he, his mom was always kind of really mean to me. You know he'd bring my siblings, which were his biological kids. He would bring always my siblings. You know, uh, money. Uh, she would bring my siblings like money and toys and all this stuff. And uh, I was just always just kind of there. Huh! Oh wow! John, the John Snow of the family. So yeah.
3: what is? And the second question is: What is your relationship now with your actual biological father?
6: So with my biological father now, it's you know now I'm I'm in my mid thirties now, and I can kind of see how it went down. You know, like oh he met this chick in college, he kind of you know knocked her up. Yeah. You know, things kind of unfold that way. So I don't really like hold it against him. Like you know, things happen. Life goes on. So I have I have a decent relationship with him, but he's just absolutely loaded. And now I have a kid of my own. I'm like, damn, I could have been like that if I didn't have any kids, right? Oh man, <laughs> well listen, listen, it's healthy that you that
0: you view it that way. That that you you see it as you know, all right. It's very not, mature. Yeah, not not yeah. holding something against him like that. But the dude should give you some money for yeah. crying out loud. Something. Well, yeah. let
3: me ask you, uh, how does your mother grandmother's porn uh, chops? Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean they, honestly, at this, at this point in time, Preston's right. I mean, not that legally uh, there may be no recourse, but yeah. they, I think <laughs> you are you are owed something. It's, it sounds like it doesn't sound like you're the kind of guy who's gonna go gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, right. But it wouldn't hurt to help you since you were sort of shunned, and you have kids now. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. What's the question? You kind, of, you kind of no, no, not a question. It, we're it, just you, making a statement that oh, yeah. you, you know that we we think you're owed something. But but I also think oh. it's okay that you're not. Fixated on that, yeah, well, yeah. It's probably so. better for you that way. All right, Danny. Thanks for sharing, wow. man.
3: We appreciate the story about it. Was What's like that your that? your assessment or your your observation, Nick, about people who think a sibling or somebody who's well, just a family member is actually a parent? Yeah.
5: So, and and I and I knew people like that, uh, Nick, his, whose uh, sister was the mother. But um, the so here is another scenario that uh, you may have, um, have heard of before, where the father and i'm going to put in air quotes joins the army okay, okay. so he's joined the army and he's right. ne- he needs to go away and right. do army things for 2 years right but he's actually in jail. He's actually in prison. Yes, yes, I've heard uh, that. Have you
3: guys ever heard? Yes, of Yes, I before? have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yep. went, yeah, and he re upped.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I uh, I know somebody who um, he's back in college again. He's like in his uh, late forties, and he's he's back at college.
0: Oh, he went he went away to the army for a little while. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, no, no. He yeah. went back to college. He back to oh, he went back, back to, college. to college. I'm sorry. He was in college oh, I gotcha. like
2: <laughs> all through his twenties. <laughs> uh, he visited college in his thirties. He's getting a
0: super duper degree.
2: Now wow. he's late forties, and he. Went back to
3: college. So he's a doctor. There was a family member that we had. They told us that uh, he uh, he went to prison for rape. It turned out he had actually joined a boy band. What? And oh my he didn't God. Want to tell
2: us. It's so funny because.
1: Yeah, I get suckered in every time.
3: Steve
1: is going to tell a real story
3: here.
2: I'm, I am I look at him and I'm like, yeah. wait, you know, with like yeah. waiting for the story. And then he yeah. blurts that out.
3: He's um, in a boy band! <laughs>
2: my my family, though, like, my. Irish... We have to move. My Irish side hides mm. everything. You know, it's, yeah. it's all hidden. It's all swept Which under the carpet. My Irish side. Your Irish side. The okay. Italian side. They're like, oh, no, yeah, he went to jail. He right. was <laughs> selling drugs in the used car dealership. So he went to jail for five years. That's where he was. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. Okay. And no, no, that's not Joey's dad. That's not his real dad. We told Joey that until he was two. Now he's not. He knows now. All right. So your
1: dad is the Italian side, right, Kat? Obviously, because of your last name. So um, my grandfather was Italian, and his father was Italian. And I think I told you guys this before, but at my great-grandfather's funeral, there were several women who showed up. And and they were all... That's another one. They were all mourning and wearing black and crying their eyes out. And so my great-grandmother is looking around the room, and she's like... Huh, this is new, you know, and, but like it was, I, I don't know if accepted is the right
3: word, but not a massive surprise. So, well, a lot of times, and it's funny, Kathy, because it, it's weird how like even on, you talk about on the Italian side, how uh, they, they uh, what's the pecking order of what needs to be told and what doesn't need to be yeah. told and what sort of just happens to seep out. And it's, it's such a funny dynamic. No, they, they don't need to know that. But I'm going to tell you this, which is 10 times as <laughs> yeah. horrible. Uh, but uh, yeah, that whole showing up at the funeral thing is,
0: is... Who's that woman? Right. Who's,
3: who's why, that?
1: Is she, why is she crying so much? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, here's one uh, text says. My grandfather was a boxer for the mafia. He would win and throw fights depending on how the bets oh, went for God. his handlers. And one day, a guy that was supposed to lose the fixed fight beat my grandfather, and that guy was never seen again. And apparently, it happened more than once. Wow. So I guess Jeez. that was a family secret as well. Yeah, man. Could you imagine? Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I will go next to, let me, I want to see what this one is. I'm going to go to, uh, Dan. Hey, Dan, you're on the air. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Great, bud. What's your, uh, family secret you're going to share with us?
11: We used to have a piano, I'm 58, so my grandmother used to play our piano at the house. And she played beautifully. I was told she used to play for the silent movies. Hmm. Only a couple of years ago, I found out she played for a speakeasy slash brothel.
0: Oh. oh. so she. Uh, uh, the Whorehouse. The whorehouse, yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. realize they
11: had a Pianni player in your yeah. Whorehouses. Well, <laughs> now, it's unfortunate I have a seven year old daughter in the car, and she's asking questions about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh,
0: that's kind of interesting, Dan. Was this during uh, Prohibition, since uh, yeah. it was a speakeasy? My grandmother was born 1902, so I'm not exactly sure what years it was. Right. But
11: my aunt, my grandmother's oldest daughter, she just told me a few years ago that it was a lie, that she
3: didn't play for the silent movies. And here as kids, we thought it was great. (laughs) Wow! No! So it wasn't silent movies, but she played piano at a whorehouse! Yeah, yeah. Uh When they were
0: having orgies, they needed a soundtrack. (laughs) What would
3: you fellas like to hear? Yes. So she was banging
11: on the piano here and
0: there. Well, they were b- right. they, they were banging in the nice. back room. Did Now, did you guys ever find out maybe there was more than just piano playing that she was uh, a part of at this particular brothel? No,
3: because she was married at the time. Okay. So I haven't heard oh, any yeah, bad stories about No married parents. hookers. They never let married hookers,
0: you mm-hmm. know. That would be wrong. All right, Dan, thank you.
7: That's hey, I an, want to thank you, guys. For-
3: that's and an there.
0: interesting little family footnote, you know. I mean, that's I wonder, not horrible, but it's interesting. I wonder if they had, like, uh, if she was able
3: to p- pick her own playlist, or was there, like, a program director?
0: <laughs> yeah right. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you want the guys to get off? You got to play something a little more relaxed, yeah. like Bolero. Uh, let's go to Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning.
11: Hey, good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Gadzooks. what's up, Zach? So, my wife found out a few years ago, um, her dad's side of the family, she had like very little relationship with. Uh, all she knew as a kid growing up was that her grandfather had died when her dad was a teenager, and her grandfather was just a complete but like, just putting it nicely. Um, and then she gets a random message from Poland where her family lives, her, her uh, dad's side of family, and it says, hey, you're entitled to some inheritance. She says, great, wonderful. Then she comes to find out that instead of it getting split, like, three ways between her, her brother, and her cousin, yeah. it's split ten ways. Wow. Oh. And she said, well, why is that? Here, her grandfather had run off from her grandmother, faked his death, started a new family. But not only had he started a new family with this other lady, but then faked his death again and started another family after that. So he faked faked his death
3: twice and moved to multiple countries to help massage that story and, and, and then set up three separate families?
11: Well, he, he was living in Poland during the communist era. And All right. I, assumed, I assume it was easier to go ahead and fake like identity and things right. like that. So he stayed exclusively there, but he only died a couple of years ago. And she thought for the longest time
3: that he was just, he'd been dead for, you know, 40 years or something well. like that. I'm going to have to imagine, Zach, that this is like Kathy with you when you did the uh, 23 or the Ancestry, right, right. that, that mm-hmm. you discovered you had relatives you had no idea about. Uh, It's similar to that.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right, Zach, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. That's got to be wild to suddenly, oh, I
3: I now have a a, a, a part of a family I didn't know existed.
2: Well, and to that, it happened on both sides. The Irish (laughs) side, it was like, oh, my God, someone has a secret. They had to sit the family down. (laughs) Here's the deal. And, you know, like crying and the mass chaos and whatever the italian side was my dad's
3: like hey i got a brother That's right. <laughs> this is gonna go i got a crazy story for you yeah, yeah. Yeah. turns out
0: you're one of 50 <laughs> you know what's funny is as is i'm finding out uh even at this age so i'm the youngest in my family i'm the youngest of the siblings and i was sheltered from all of the right. interesting and salacious family stuff and from time to time a story will come out and they'll I'll be like, "Wait a minute. What?" what? Yeah. And they will go, "Oh yeah, we never told you about that cuz <laughs> you were the youngest." And they still, I guess, you know, it isn't it, it's not on their forefront of their mind I And mean, we we need to tell Preston this thing that we yeah. lied to him all these right. years about. But I'll every now and then I'll, I'll be like, "Wait, what? Excuse me? Oh yeah, he was he was arrested yeah. for beating his wife and blah blah blah." And I know you 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 got along with him so well. We didn't We tell didn't want to tell you, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you like to touch kids a lot. <laughs> right. but we never told What? That, <laughs> I mean, but I still, I still am the child of the family. Yeah, and you know, so and- I'm the middle child. My and, and I,
3: I found out my older brother's nine years older, mm-hmm. and I, I found out you know, m- like the hardships that my mother went through. You know, my mother passed away when I was 20, t- turning 21.
0: And they didn't want you to know some of that stuff, R- probably. Right, that
3: she had to. But and it, but it actually, there was stuff that just bolstered my adoration for my mom that she yeah. was able to, you know. But you may have been too
0: young to, you to, know, at the time. To... But I mean, you know, I've, I've been not te- technically young for 200 years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot out there. Uh, families hold some some deep dark ones. So, you know what? Share them. Have some fun. Yeah. Tell them. Uh, tell, tell us. Tell those stories. Yeah. Tell us from time to time. And if you have any grandma plans. porn movies, send oh, them Oh, for God's sake. We want to see. <laughs> Casey wants to see those. <laughs> even if she is a grandma. Currently well, she could doing have been porn. Th-
5: she was Monica Lewinsky.
0: She had to have been younger. Well, he was using this for No, he was. Oh. It was, a, it was <laughs> a, the time of Monica Lewinsky. Oh. <laughs> it was, oh, it was yeah. Monica oh, Lewinsky. She <laughs> was <laughs> gagging, yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. or a cigar, or a cigar. Or a cigar okay. Yeah, maybe a cigar. All right. Anyway, thank you for sharing interesting stories. We very much appreciate it. We got to take a break because we got bizarre file on the way. We got Mark Zoomov coming up as well, and we want to make sure we stay on time with that stuff. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us, my friend. Love Preston, and Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks
11: can you believe football is back this Eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at Acme enter Acme swoop in and win sweepstakes and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme acmeswoopinandwin.com Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro stop in and discover why football is better at Acme the official super Market of the Philadelphia
1: Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant I want to thank uh, Deeds and Watson and a couple of real Philly delis for being here this morning. Uh, Anna's Corner Store and Swarthmore Co-op Community Food Market. Casey uh, hates it. It's Swarthmore. It's, it's, uh, Swarth- uh, it's, it's spelled Swarthmore. It's <clears throat> one or the other. I've heard people from there call it Swarth- Swarthmore and others call it Swarthmore. Swarthmore. But nonetheless, uh, Swarthmore Co-op in <laughs> Swarthmore, PA uh, serves up incredible sandwiches with legendary names like the William Tell and the Catcher on the Rye. Ooh. And always made with Deeds and Watson and premium meats and artisan cheeses like every real Philly deli. Very anything.
5: literate uh, sandwiches, yeah. brother. Yeah. Kathy, like if you went into that area where the Swarthmore co-op is, you would be like, "Oh my god, like Delco actually has a cute little town <laughs> <laughs> here." It's really is it's it? yeah, oh my god. So it's right next to Swarthmore College. So like that whole little area is Perfect. It's uh boutiques and things. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's got like a, a smaller Doylestown sort of vibe to it, right? Yeah, so, it was, oh, oh yeah, I know what
2: you're talking about. It was um Does lady- their
5: brothel have a piano player?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I was gonna say it was a lady from Bucks County that started it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Uh, That's by the way, not true. <laughs> by the way, Anna's Corner Store brought in a couple of pickle witches. Pickle Uh-oh, witches. Which are sandwiches, but the bread, instead of bread, it's uh, scooped out pickles. I it's
2: saw it. a picture of this on Instagram the other day, I think on their page. And... Would you be down for that? Oh, my God. I love pickles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw. Because I claimed they only brought two, and Marissa and I claimed them because we're both pickle fanatics. But <laughs> nice. I'll, uh, maybe we can cut it up into pieces yeah. or something like that. Cool. I saw
5: um, you could do, like, cheese. Cheese which is uh so did you guys see this? Like they're like basically cheese, cheese is the bread. Cheese is the bread. It's yeah. like a cheese wrap. So it's kinda like
0: in the shape of uh am like like fine with that. Where you put, put re- meat in between it. What whatever you like. So, so what if what if you put bread in between it? What would <laughs> happen then? <laughs> it's just a re- like it's a reverse. It I reverse for me. Sandwich, I think the yeah. world would explode. You're right? Yeah. 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 Uh, wow, okay. That's a big ass sandwich. his. is. We're looking at a the picture of, is a, that? of a Marissa. Would what? What they feed it to a great white?
12: <laughs> Just while we're talking about it, I tried cutting my cheese with a Ritz cracker last night.
0: Marissa cut it the didn't cheese. Work. It, did it crumble? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're very delicate. All right, we need to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now,
8: Bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File.
0: Alright, stories? Yeah, I got stories. We're going to start with a messed up one I saw yesterday. A woman was killed by a grizzly bear that pulled her out of a tent at a campsite in mm. Montana in the middle of the night. Could you think of a
3: worse nightmare
0: situation? Uh, Leah Davis Loken, who is 65 years old of Chino or Chico, California <clears throat> was on a long distance bicycling trip and had stopped in the town of, uh, of Ovando when she was killed early Tuesday. Uh, she was attacked on the bear's Second visit to the site yeah. where she and two fellow bicyclists were camping near the post office. Uh, the approximately 400 pound grizzly first arrived at about 3 a.m. and awakened the campers who then took food out of their tents, secured it, and then they went back mm. to sleep. I would have a hard time going back to sleep. Now, listen, they were just on their bikes. That's the only conveyance they had, so they probably had no choice but to stay where they For were. God almighty, Preston, you know that a bear, a grizzly bear, has wandered into your camp. I don't care. Pack up and get the F yeah. out. Yeah. Surveillance video from a business in town showed the bear about a block from the post office about 15 minutes later. Uh, about 4.15 a.m., the sheriff's office received a 911 call from uh, two people in a tent that were awakened Uh, by sounds of the attack. The fellow campers discharged bear spray at the animal to force it to flee, but not before it left Loken with fatal injuries. Uh, First responders and helicopter ambulance arrived at the scene and attempted to save her life, but they were unsuccessful. Uh, The bears also believed to have entered a chicken coop in the town that night and ate several chickens. Uh, Officials searched by helicopter for the grizzly again Wednesday, but they couldn't couldn't find (laughs) her. Yeah, you, you could overlook that yeah, first. I mean, yeah,
3: that's, but... A bear's going to do what a bear's going to do. <laughs> right. Those chickens weren't asking for it. Uh, investigators
0: <laughs> have obtained DNA from the bear at the scene of the uh, attack. Like and, a pickle sandwich. And <laughs> will be able to compare it with any Bruin that they are able to trap. Uh, Loken had... Taking previous long-distance bike trips, on, um, and on this one was accompanied by her sister and a friend. That's horrible. Uh, especially, and I, and I I, just harken back to this. If you've ever been
3: or seen a bear's claws. Oh, yeah. They're just, they're spikes. <laughs> yeah. And I, the damage they can do quickly is unbelievable, especially a grizzly bear.
5: Yeah, I saw footage of a snowboarder who she, you see her, she's got her
3: headphones in. Yeah. Okay. And the bear is running behind her? The yes. Yes. Like, you see. Like oh, she's, yeah. At she's a good clip her,
5: case. She's clipping her boots in. Yeah. She's singing. Blah, blah, blah. And the whole time you just see this bear behind her, yeah. and she's going down the mountain, and this bear is chasing her the whole time. She had yep. no clue.
0: Yep. Uh, a night of family, friends, and fireworks ended with people running for their lives, and a man in the hospital with a gunshot wound this past Sunday night. Residents of the Kings Manor neighborhood <laughs> said an elderly man started firing his gun at them because he didn't like them shooting fireworks off. So somebody shot back at the man and hit him in the leg. Oh, there you go. Uh, police. Now re- we
3: got a gunfight.
0: Uh, police report they were alerted to shots fired in the neighborhood dispute around 11 p.m. Residents said an elderly man who lived on the block exp- expressed not liking that his two neighboring houses were shooting fireworks. I uh, then started shooting his gun at the group of about 25 people. I might have called the police or something. Yeah, or walked over
3: and said, listen, you know, could you guys keep it down or whatever, something I think if your first step is to shoot into the crowd, you've made a big mistake.
0: About 10 children ran to safety along with the adults in homes and down the street. Witnesses said the man had a large gun, possibly an AR-15. In the madness, someone returned fire at the elderly man and hit him in the leg. Uh, no one else was hurt that night, but neighbors say that uh, it could have been much worse. Uh, police aren't releasing the identity of the elderly man. He was taken to the hospital and released the same night. Investigators uh, won't discuss if any charges are being filed, saying that this is an ongoing investigation. I I can't die without telling someone this. I did porn. Uh, (laughs) uh, Speaking of guns, uh, Remington Arms turned over a trove of bizarre documents that included tens of thousands of images of random cartoons and pictures to lawyers representing the families of victims in the Sandy Hook Hook School Massacre as part of a lawsuit against the bankrupt gunmaker. Lawyers representing the nine families said that Remington as part of discovery proceedings sent more than 18,000 cartoons, more than 15,000 random pictures and nearly 2,000 videos and gifts that included ice bucket challenges and gender reveal parties according to a motion filed by the families' uh, lawyers a uh, Connecticut Superior Court last week. Uh, the cartoons and pictures included images depicting a bowl of ice cream, Santa Claus, as well as people go-karting, riding dirt bikes and socializing, the lawyer's Uh, claim. I
3: like ice cream and I like Santa Claus. I like go-karts, too. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
0: One image shows a meme of a sliced-up minion from the Despicable Me franchise. Uh, The unusual twist in the court case was first reported by the Connecticut Post. The Sandy Hook family lawyers (laughs) charged this was a tactic to delay (laughs) the proceedings.
3: It's actually pretty good. It says filet mignon. Uh,
0: Filet Minion.
3: minion. Uh,
0: The attorneys charged, uh, there's no possible reasonable explanation for this conduct. Uh, The lawyer said, uh, now seven years into this litigation, a litigation that has twice been delayed by Remington's bankruptcy filings, the plaintiffs are no closer to having their day in court. Lawyers from Remington did not immediately return a request for comment. This is a follow-up story. Three causes of death. Have been found following an autopsy of an Ohio woman who died after riding a roller coaster at Holiday World and Splash and Safari yes. Theme Park in Indiana. Yeah, in June, forty-seven-year-old Dawn Jankovic had uh, climbed aboard the Voyage roller coaster at the Santa Claus Indiana amusement park, <clears throat> and when the ride returned, she was she was dead. She yes. was unresponsive. Yes, they performed first aid. She was rushed to the hospital. Uh, And she had passed away. And she was in good shape. Yeah, so for nearly a month, her cause of death remained a mystery. But Wednesday, coroner Katie Shuck had announced the results. Uh, The causes of uh, Jankovic's death are severe internal blood loss, the tearing of an artery, and force from the roller coaster. Simply put, the force from that roller coaster called the Voyage caused her right internal thoracic artery to Mm. tear resulting in rapid blood loss. So what, what I imagine
3: Whoa. is that at some point her head whipped around or something and that, that ripped that the artery. And that, But, I mean, that is a, a one in a, I don't know what, what the odds would be, shot of having that happen. She seemed to be in good shape. She's on this roller coaster. Yeah. It's been tested, and, and you have this
0: anomalous death. Coroner said that the roller coaster was functioning properly, adding that the death had nothing to do with the ride itself. She said it basically was just the force. Wow. It was a reaction her body had from riding the ride. It had nothing to do with a malfunction or anything as far as safety and that type of thing. That's bizarre. Yeah. I'd never heard of that happening before. No, neither have I. Uh, Jankovic's uh, death had been ruled an accident, by the way. Wow. All right, and that's what I have in the Bizarre File for now. We've got more stories. We'll get to those a little bit later on. We're going to break. We're going to come back. Uh, We're going to talk to a Philadelphia legend who's hanging it up, and that is uh, Mark Zumoff. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. The Preston and Steve, small
11: business, love you, help you Line.
12: Hi, this is Laura Frederick, owner of Laura's Princess Appearances Character Entertainment Company based in Mount Laurel, New Jersey and serving New Jersey and Pennsylvania. If you're looking to create extra magic at your next event, invite one of our realistic princesses, superheroes, swimming mermaids, or beyond at the most affordable character pricing in the Tri-State area. Follow us at Laura's Princess Appearances on Facebook and Instagram and
9: check out LarsPrincesses.com to learn more. Hope to celebrate with you soon. Next message.
11: Chad Zooks Philadelphia, this is Tim Redeki, writer and co-creator of the independent comic book series Superbud. We've launched a Kickstarter to fund the printing and distribution of our comic book. All three issues are available to pre-order through the Kickstarter campaign. Superbud is an action comedy that asks the question, what would happen if marijuana gave you superpowers? For fans of Seth Rogen and Marvel movies alike, the Hilarious Comic is available on Kickstarter through August 5th. For more information, check out superbudcomic.com. Pre-order your copy today. Thanks, Preston and Steve. The
3: Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com.
11: 93.3 WMMR. Putting
0: Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com. Where Jack really does sell them for less. Before we welcome our next guest, yes, the uh, Daily Rush video is titled uh, Veiny Penis Cheese and Casey's Fart. Hey, all
5: right. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, that's uh, like the book, the uh, Harper <laughs> Lee book. Yeah. Description says uh, Preston likes veiny penis cheese and Casey's fart is just one more entry into the HR violation file. Mm-hmm. You can watch it now at prestonsteve.com, Sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So yes. Watch away, Highbrow. My friend. Speaking of highbrow. Our next guest is one of the best. He's retiring after forty-four years of broadcasting. Made the announcement, uh, I believe it was last week, and um, twenty-seven seasons on television with the Sixers. He's been covering the Sixers for the past thirty-nine years, and we like to call him a friend of the show. We have music, Casey. Yes, we is do. Right yeah. There? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to do that. Yeah. Please welcome our friend, Mr. Mark Zumoff off to Yay. the show. Zo, good morning to you.
10: Thank you, thank you very much. It's going to be still relevant. I'm glad you're having me on. Thank you. <laughs> oh, your, your
3: relevancy will not wane that quickly, sir. So yeah. I think your you, your 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 uh,
0: legend is is solid. Yeah. Hey,
3: Mark.
10: You're, how you're kind.
0: how long what did you have this year set aside as the retirement year, or did something uh, happen and you said, well, I think this is going to be it?
10: No, it's really been a long-term plan. I I signed uh, my last contract three years ago, and I pretty much knew a year in it was going to be it. And then I ticketed this year to sort of try to figure it out, what it is that I was going to be doing post-retirement. I just always thought, guys, even when I first got the job, that when I went out, I wanted to leave while I could still do it, while I was still viable, you know, not making mistakes, still reasonably good on the air. And um, I didn't want to go out at a point in my life where I wouldn't be able to do anything else. So I'm 65. I, you know, I could still uh, do a lot of things. I'm still physically active. I think I still have my wits about me, so (laughs) I'll just continue to keep on. And the only thing is I won't be doing Sixers basketball.
3: You know, the funny thing is though, as I, Mark, as I look at uh, the list of things that you were had mentioned, and I saw this written in a, a few interviews with you that you wanted to pursue, you wanted to learn a language, a musical instrument and so on and so forth. And I'm thinking, we had a whole pandemic that <laughs> you could have jumped in and learned something. <laughs> Why now? The only thing I see though, travel, I understand you couldn't do the travel and of all the things that I think that you want to, you want to be able, you know, physically able to move around and get around and do all that stuff. I could see that. So would you say travel is the main impetus for wanting to retire now?
10: Uh, I'll tell you what the main impetus is my beautiful bride. Ah, still in bed.
5: <laughs> and uh,
10: <laughs> I think that, When I think about it, she had her own high-pressure career. She raised two beautiful boys. She kept it together while I was off traveling the country and playing sportscaster boys. So I figured, number one, I owed it to her. Right. And she's my best friend anyway. So we love hanging. We love doing a lot of different things. And for me, again, um, along with just being with her, it was my opportunity to, um, as you said, play a musical instrument, Speak a foreign language, get better in the kitchen, not to mention just some other projects. I'd like to be able to do some teaching, some things that are broadcast related. I just want to have the rush that you guys have every morning and yeah. on the air. Right.
1: Uh, Mark, you know, first of all, congratulations. Uh, second of all, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you get to do this at this point in your life. Um, but selfishly, I'm sad. You know, it's, it's great for you. But for us as a fan, uh, it's difficult. We're just not going to have you be a part of these games. And you, you've added so much. But I'm lucky because I've had you be the announcer for the Sixers for a long time. My son, who's gotten into the Sixers over the last two or three years, much more so than I have, was devastated when he heard the news <laughs> that you were retiring because he loves hearing your voice every game. So um, he's not he doesn't have the luxury of having you uh, around as long as, you, as you've done it and as long as I've had. Um, but when you, when I caught the recap of the last playoff series that, that you and Ola were doing, um, it's in retrospect watching that video – It looked like you knew, but you hadn't announced it yet. So did anybody else in the broadcasting booth or in the team know that this announcement was coming?
10: So uh, it's amazing to me that uh, a fair number of people actually did know. And the fact that it was kept quiet in in this day and age was, (laughs) I think, a minor miracle. I did feel compelled to tell certain people before I announced it, just because I love them so much, and I didn't want them to hear it from anybody else. So, all knew. My producer, Jared Quilla, knew. My boss, Sean Alexiak, knew. There were some select NBC executives who knew, and uh, some select Sixer executives who knew. And then that was basically it. Wow. So, um, the fact that it was kept quiet again, I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of shocked, but. I'm glad that it was. And uh, the Sixers and, and NBC were very respectful in terms of how I wanted to announce. And they put an essay up, which I think hopefully explained it all. And and I, I have to tell you what, uh, and you were very kind to say some of the words that you just said, you just, to borrow the hockey term, you skate up and down your wing, you mind your own business, you muck and grind, and you do what you have to do to get your job done, to be as good as you can be. And all of us in this business, in fact, all of us in this world have an ego. And the question is, can you tamp it down and continue to do your job and not let it interfere with your job or your life? And um, I I would hope that by and large, I was able to do that. And that, But people kept telling me, my confidence, who I told before I was retiring, they kept saying, wait, do you see the reaction when it becomes public? Mm. And, mm. And, and even though they had warned me, I'm overwhelmed and very grateful huh. that uh, my fans and colleagues and friends, have been so kind after the announcement.
5: Yeah, I mean, you did an amazing job of <laughs> allowing the players on the floor to be the stars of the show and and just sort of sell the sizzle on, on what was going on. And, uh, you know, you, you and Ala, you guys were a great team. Uh, I want to ask you about, you know, the people that you've worked with in the past, if you want to highlight any of, uh, you know, your, your, your color guys, as well as, you know, so um, I graduated high school with Joe Crawford's daughter. And so as a result of that, I've actually – had the opportunity to talk to Joe Crawford on many occasions. And you and he uh, have, you know, uh, had similar experiences in the sense that you called some of the greatest players that have ever played the game. When you when you do what you've done for as long as you did, you're, we're talking about all the players today. You go through Jordan and Magic and, and Larry Bird, and, uh, you know, you just go through all of them. So I want to ask you about what your favorite era of basketball was for you to call and you know can you talk about some of your other your your color guys
10: sure so I'll take the first question first Uh, I, I do think that the golden era of basketball was ushered in by Larry Bird and Magic Johnson I just think that the game became much different just in terms of popularity and then you began to see the merging of Not only sport, but entertainment. Um, Of course, Michael Jordan, the greatest player ever to play our game. So I had the chance not only to cover him as the halftime host, but a play-by-play guy as well. And then I got to give it up to our guy, Allen Iverson, Hmm. who I think was the epitome of that era where basketball and entertainment sort of converged and, and gave me some great material. I'm grateful for the shout out during his Hall of Fame speech. And as soon as I had a chance to thank him, I said, Alan, you gave me some some great stuff to work with. So yeah. I, I have to thank you. But in regards to partners, uh, you know, I started with the mayor, Steve Mix. and We had 13 great years together, and that really epitomized the Iverson era. Uh, we were locked in for a good part of that. Uh, Malik Rose I have some great memories uh, of, of working with him at me of course uh, and then Allah who uh, just brought to the broadcast I think a perfect amount of levity intelligence and innate knowledge of the game and I'll tell you what of all the compliments that you can get I think as a play-by-play guy the greatest compliment is you two guys sound good together. That mm. you have chemistry. You guys have chemistry. I hear I hear it most mornings when I tune in. You can just tell that you all sort of know each other's moves in a way. And uh, I'm grateful for Ola and the time that we spent together. And that's one of the things I'll miss is the chemistry that I had with him.
3: Hmm. Wow! It, it's uh, no, it's it's uh, it's a cool thing to to be a part mm. of. And and it's funny the way you mention. Uh, not being prepared for the adulation and everything that that is that is happening and obviously that's that 's going to continue for 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 quite a while, but you had mentioned about some ideas as far as perhaps teaching and and helping other people become the next generation uh of of greats uh in your in your vocation and And uh when do you think you might start doing that? Is there going to be a period of of um, you know becoming the world's greatest guitarist and traveling and all that? <laughs> when but how how soon before people can partake of your vast wealth of knowledge and perhaps learn from you?
10: That, first of all, uh, I, I think I'm always teaching just based on the fact that young people are getting a hold of me all the time whether it's through my website or email or social media, just asking questions, wanting to befriend me. And I'm more than happy to do that. But I have to tell you that one of my great inspirations is a physicist who was, uh, has since passed on. His name is Richard Feynman. And I think he was more prominent like in the 60s and 70s. But there's a the Twitter account that continues to proliferate a lot of his philosophies. And I don't know uh, exactly who runs it. He's got like a half a million followers. And one of the sayings that I took off of that Twitter account was when one teaches to learn. So uh, when I interact with young people, it not only, re- it, I, I not only teach them, but it sort of reinforces a lot of things that I kind of learned along the way. And also I learned from them because yeah. as you guys know, our business is changing now a mile in a minute. And they put me down with a lot of technological advances that quite frankly, I didn't know about. And today, of course, you know, if you have a mic and you have a laptop, then you have uh, your iPhone, you could brand yourself and start making money uh, as soon as you get enough followers. So um, I, I hope to be teaching soon. I don't think it'll be this fall, but maybe the spring or the following fall I'll be doing it formally. somewhere. Nice.
0: Hey, uh, Mark, I wanted to ask you with basketball being uh, your vocation for the last 40 years, um, what does the game become to you now?
10: Well, it's really changed a lot. And I remember my first year, 82-83, the Sixers won the title. And during the pandemic, we had the opportunity to remember that team. We did some interviews with uh, Julia Serving, Billy Cunningham, et al. And I I watched some of those games and, and how much different it was. So much of the game was based on... The lane, whether it was getting inside, getting it to the big man, playing inside out, and while they do do that today, uh, the, the three-point line has been the uh, a size has signaled a seismic shift just in terms of how the game is played. Um, you know, there was a time we're talking about the eighty two, eighty three season, you know, if a team took four or five threes a game, it was a lot. Yeah. And now you have uh, players taking, you know, seven, eight, nine threes a game, some of the good guys like like Seth Curry and his brother Steph. So um well That, to me, has become the biggest change, but these are the greatest athletes that I've seen in the era that I've been covering uh, NBA basketball. What I
0: actually meant by that question, that's interesting stuff, though, Mark, is what has it become to you now that you won't be working in that industry? What has it become to you as a viewer of? Are you going to watch every game? Are you going to know what's going on all the time? How are you going to treat that now in your personal life?
10: Uh, There's absolutely no way that Mm -hmm. I'm going to be – as deeply involved because it was my job. So that there was extensive research that was put into every game. I I would pay attention to everything that was happening around the league every season and made sure that I made note of it in some form or fashion. I'll be an ardent fan. I'll watch a lot of Sixers games. I can't say I'm going to watch every one. Because, uh, you know, I might be doing other things, but I'll be there and I'm not going to be one of those guys to hang around. I'm not going gotcha. to you know, show up at Wells Fargo Center like, 25, 30 times a year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> people people would not mind.
10: Right. Margie, I I get to... right. Well, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. But really, it, it, the vibe for me is going to just... Uh, be a lot different but uh, I'll still be a fan and and I'll follow the Sixers as closely as I possibly can
1: I'm sure you'll be humble in this response but um Philadelphia has had it great when it comes to broadcasters yourself included but Harry Callis and Bill Campbell and you know with the Phils now with Tom McCarthy and, and the radio team of Fransky in LA and Jim Jackson I mean Jim is just such a pro and I I like watching the Flyers more because of Jim Jackson I like watching Sixers games more because of you do you think outside, do you think Philadelphians realize how good we have it?
10: Let's put it this way. I, I've come to realize that it's an awesome responsibility, that because we love sports so much, and trust me, I've been to, what is it, 28 other markets, 29 other markets. And uh, there is no market that embraces its sports like we do. I was there in Minneapolis in 2018 for the Super Bowl win. Mm-hmm. I've been there for the Sixers, uh, two titles here in Philadelphia, for the Phillies titles, for the Flyers, two Stanley Cups in the 70s. And it, it, it's what pulses through my veins. I am, and, I, and I've tried to say this on any one of a number of interviews, uh, I am first and foremost a fan. And I'm no different than you guys or any of the people in the stands. So I've grown to realize the awesome responsibility of being the voice of a team because people invite you into their homes on a nightly basis. And they want to know that you are telling the story of the game from the viewpoint that they want to hear. That's why we hate the national announcers so much. And I feel bad because those are my colleagues yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and they essentially do a pretty good job. But uh, you mentioned some great voices uh, past and present, McCarthy, Jackson, Harry Callis, Merrill Reese. Let's not forget him. Um, it, it's, uh, it, it's been a pleasure and a privilege. And the only redeeming quality and the only thing now that I think I'll be doing live, if you guys will have me back, is the Papa Show.
0: Uh-huh. Yes. Of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> It's Listen, got to yeah. be. We, we
10: can't let you get Listen, it. Listen, it's on my resume. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, It was uh, going to be my final question. Yeah. I'm glad you answered it. But there's no way. We, you, you, you can't stay. Uh, you, we got to keep the, the juice flowing here a little bit. we got to keep you in there somehow or another. So yeah. the Papa Shah Challenge is perfect to keep those broadcasting jobs and, and, alive.
10: And let, let me just say that what you guys do, and I know you've had heard the adulation before, but what you guys do... Any way that you can use your vehicle to give back is, is tremendous. And listen, Father Time's going to catch up to all of us. And at, at, as much as we love having you guys on the air, at some point there's going to be uh, you know, something that, that happens where you're just going to have to say, all right, you know what? I got to move on and do something else. And you guys are going to see, because you have been a Philadelphia institution, President and Steve and Casey and all of you. Uh, you're going to see how much people love you and you're you're going to be shocked by it. But trust me, it's going to happen.
3: Well, no. f- luckily, you know, it, it, people are so kind and we, we get a lot of that now. And it, it's a mutual feeling. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is spotlight deservedly on you right now. Yep. And uh, we're excited for uh, for what's coming next for you. And, and you, you will keep in touch. So we will find out where you are and what you're doing.
10: Yeah. Please do. Like I said at the top, keep me relevant. Of course. Yeah. We <laughs> right, Mark, we love
0: you. Congratulations on your retirement. We appreciate you coming on this morning. Mark Zimoff, guys. Thank you. Take care, man. All right. I love it. Uh, and I, I was hoping, like I said, I was going to say that for this last question. Yeah. He beat me to the punch. I love it. He will be back at the Camp Out for Hunger for the Pop Shot Challenge. He
3: raised the bar so much yeah, my that God. it would
0: be impossible to do it. Uh, anywhere near as good
3: as he does it makes it so much I mean, more you, exciting you you were i mean you did a great job but at a certain point
0: ah watch him do it let just sit back yeah. and watch how it's done folks <laughs> that's what you do wow hey speaking of basketball did you guys see the national spelling bee last night no i yeah, saw okay. the final so, there is a basketball element there is, to it. Oh, is there i okay. saw that okay. yeah so i had seen the girl who ended up winning i saw a feature on a few days ago um, she, her name is uh, Zayla Avant-Garde. That's her name. Zayla Avantgard is her Avantgard is her last name. She won the Scripps National Spelling Bee last night. She is this phenom on, on like many levels. Number yeah. one, she's the first African American to win. They did have a uh, um, a a black uh, boy when he was from Jamaica, so so not African American right. per se. Um, but she is the first uh, African American to win. And she has this other talent. She holds three Guinness World Records for dribbling. That's pretty amazing, yeah. isn't it? And that? have you seen the video? No, of her? I have not. So, Steve, she takes these different colored basketballs, yeah. and some of them are different sizes too—like seven or eight of them—and keeps them going. And, and 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 not only that, bouncing them off of walls behind her through her wow. legs. Oh, okay. it's crazy. All right, so, is she the one I saw on the unicycle as well? Maybe I wouldn't okay. doubt it. She's like this mega talented gal, uh, and she owns she has these world records, and now she won the Scripps National Spelling Bee, and she only started, I believe. Uh, she's 14 years old and i think she only started like getting into the spelling competition stuff like two years ago so the basketball oh, thing god. was her main thing and and the yeah. side thing is the
3: spelling yeah yeah uh, well listen uh, thank god there this are people look that are capable on earth yeah, yeah Kate- she's
0: got six basketballs That's there insane. It's, <laughs> it's casey she, she
3: can <laughs> dribble and
5: unicycle yeah. at the same time press look at to your left she uh, is unicycling and dribbling it's um
0: <laughs> it's crazy and she uses different uh-huh. size like even if, if you, if you yeah. like juggling you use different size the, you know juggling pieces that you're throwing around it makes it that much more complex same thing with you know I would imagine dribbling basketballs you got you gotta put a certain amount of pressure to get the height out of it and so on but she's just this absolute phenom, and she won it and they, I, like I said, I saw a feature a couple of days ago on her because they were kind of they were projecting that she might have the chance to go all the way and she won the whole damn thing
3: It shows you if you stay committed and just work hard i mean now obviously she's blessed with some natural talents, but to just say I, you know, to get into the spelling thing and then in short order win it, um, th-
0: that requires a lot of hard work. Um, yeah. So the the person from Jamaica that I said 1998 was Jody Ann Maxwell, uh, but uh, Zayla had correctly spelled the word, uh, Maria, Maria, or Mariah kayak, 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 kayak. Uh, kayak. kayak? Maria. They you called know, the win Maria. You know what? We should do a spelling bee with. Uh, Jackie Dan Jackie Danban, sometimes. Oh my god! We know, you know, Jack- we do that. We do that with uh, Jackie
1: versus Jeremy.
0: Yeah. yeah, Jackie versus Jeremy. <gasps> you know, mm. I See, know, love he, it.
2: He can't say it, but he's probably like a spelling whiz.
0: You never know <laughs> with Jackie. You he just he's... can't pronounce
3: kayak. But what if he can dribble <laughs> basketballs? He, it'd be tremendous. He can <laughs> smoke in the shower. I know yeah. that
0: for sure. So she, she, what'd you say? He's, he can... a, he's a big nose. <laughs> He can smoke. In oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, Moraea, I believe is the word that she spelled correctly. Uh, and Could you use it in a sentence, please. It is a genus of tropical, Asiatic, and Australian trees.
3: Let me ask you. I understand that they were thinking of making an amendment to the rules, where now you need to piece together a quasi definition of the word have you heard that preston no uh-uh. yeah that they might add that element that because a lot of times what they're doing when they tricky. are spelling is they they know you know the, a latin um variation sure. or something okay this word spelled this way is similar to another word and they piece it together and it's brilliant yeah so uh, they'll,
0: they'll ask what the you know what the origin of the word right, is right. and if they say latin yeah. there are certain spelling uh that might help regularities right. from, from uh, different uh language or languages of, languages of origin and then they can they can help them piece that together yeah you're correct yeah so I, i'd be curious um yeah i haven't and that would be weird a partial definition yeah so there's, there's something subjective. defining yeah there's something def-
3: that they, they were thinking about not a, i said and when i heard that i'm like you're gonna make them spell these yeah incredibly obscure words and then ask them to know a sort of definition
5: right i can't even define words that i know what they mean
0: yeah dude my kids right? will sometimes i will say a word and they'll ask what that means and then i'll be like my god how do i describe i know what it means i know what it. i know that word it means I know, are, you, are you happy with me paying your bill yeah. <laughs> i know what the inference is but uh-huh. but i i can't I can't break it down into definition terms. You know what I mean? To articulate because sometimes somebody did ask you to say what's irony, right? You know, it's something that's ironic. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like reality bites. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Yeah. Define that. Give me a dictionary. I'll define it for you. Some
3: words are so base and so um, you know, so much the explanation of their own definition Uh that you're like, you know, what? Yeah.
5: I'll give a synonym. (laughs) What's a synonym? (laughs) Uh, how do
1: you how do you define synonym? A word uh, a word that is like another word. Yeah.
5: Oh my God, you're so
1: smart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I I can't define irony though. I can do synonym. God,
0: I misspelled a word this morning. Oh. What no. did I, what did I write down? Hang on a second, I've got it. Oh, Axiomatic. I have it on one of my I think on one of my shard outs. Was no, it wasn't that. Intractable. Bur- no, it was no, it was, it was a simple word. Uh, it was a very simple word, and, I, and I, I added uh, I added an extra G in it, <laughs> and I'm like, you idiot. This oh, I, no, I remember what it was. Hang on. Uh, I think it was forgetting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I F-O-R-G-G-E-T-I-N-G. And I'm like, and then Casey, look, I, I covered over yeah. it. And I, and I made an e, the G into an E. I just made the E a little bit bigger. Uh-huh. I'm the only one that will read this, but I tried to fake, you know, try to hide yeah. it from myself. We all do it. God. We all do it. Grammarly. I would, <laughs> oh, I would just be destroyed in a, in a spelling contest. Yeah. There's no way I'd be able to have any chance of winning anything when it comes to that. Can you dribble multiple basketballs? One time, Steve and I were asked to uh, be a part of this spelling bee. That's right, yes. With Law Firm. Yes. Okay, and they had really, really good spellers. Uh-huh. And it was at, uh, I don't know, it was like a, uh, the Ritz-Carlton or something like that, and we're sitting at these tables. It was a banquet lunch. And so our job, or at least mine at my table job, was once the, the brains had decided on a spelling... Uh, they would tell me what it was, and then I would say, "Right, oh, right." I would spell it. I would just because I'm like, "Dude, I can't help you. There's no way I'm going to figure out these yeah. words." I even messed that up. I got one <laughs> wrong oh, that oh, they no. had spelled I correctly. I said it wrong. I'm a goddamn broadcaster, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I couldn't even speak the words Oh man, uh-huh. at this spelling bee. I think I was just because I was nervous. Yeah. All
5: right. So two words that I have a problem with are "effect" and "effect," and okay. not only that, like, well, I can I can spell them both, but I just <laughs> And they almost have
1: similar meanings, do. Yeah. do they not? Kathy actually asked me uh, the other day, "Was is it an A or an E?" And for uh, the way that she was using it, and I don't remember what it, what the answer was, but yeah, I messed Some of them you you have to do it out loud. You have to write it down, uh, and there's no shame in that. You know, like when, once you write it out right. or say it out loud, sometimes it helps you figure out which one you're supposed to use.
0: Yeah, I've effect and effect is one of those I, I have no problem with. Yeah. I don't know really? why. I always think I always think of uh the two things that I pop in my mind are special effect and how does that affect me. There you and, go. And also And also affectation. Then I use those as references yeah. and an affectation. Okay, so yeah. when
5: something affects me, that's an A? Uh mm, Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. No. Yes.
2: Oh. Yes. oh, A. I have been affected
1: yeah. by that. Yeah, it's but weird yeah, a. but but the effect on that yes. is, is as, uh, has <laughs> affected you.
2: But it it can affect you, right? That's yes, okay. Exactly. Give me a synonym
5: for both of those words so I don't ever have to use them again. Uh, a synonym? Yeah. What's a synonym?
3: <laughs> uh, a syn- you put a it on syn- a Snickers syn- You you got a synonym? <laughs>
0: I made snickerdoodles with uh, synonyms last night.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, hang on a second. Let me go to uh, a call here. I have uh, Papa Z on the line. Oh, hey, Papa Z, good morning. Yo, oh. what's happening? By the way, car- Connor misspelled definition in there. <laughs> in
11: our screen you, you do that on purpose? Double F, yeah. yeah. you do that on purpose?
0: <laughs> All right, what's up, uh, Papa Z?
11: Hey, you got to have a hope because uh, I'm the Pope.
0: Oh, what's that? I don't know what that, oh, is that is. Is
11: that from a while ago? That was a Steve line from way back. Okay,
3: back. I thought it was. Thank you for the uh, for the reminder, sir. Little throwback. So
11: anyway, last night we watched the script spelling bee. Right, and you were talking about that definition section. They didn't actually make the spellers do a definition; they gave them a multiple choice. Oh, and because of the edit, like it was a multiple choice of three. Because of the editing, I don't know if they did one round or two rounds. But there were six kids left at that point and all of them got them right. And I'm not the brightest bulb in the chandelier, but you could kind of figure out, I had a pretty good guess on all of them. Well, so, well, well the, it was my
3: understanding uh, that the, the definition aspect was because they started ending up with seven or eight finalists and, and they were, they were trying to break these ties. And so they figured yes. they'd add that element.
11: Yes. Well, last last, year or two years ago they had an eight-way tie yeah i remember that for first yeah. and they made this ceramic trophy that was kind of really nice looking yeah but what they did was they said oh since we sat now have an eight-way tie we have to give each contestant one of these trophies so they said we got to figure out a way of pairing them down doing the definitions i don't know these kids they're they're freaking brilliant when yeah. they go to uh, examining the roots yep. and the uh, language of origin, right. and stuff like that, and piecing they it together. figure this stuff. So, at the very least, if you have choice three, it's kind of a quintet. They can, because of how well they are with language, they can rule like at least one, if right. not two, to yes. get the yep. right one. Yep. Yep. These kids are really, really smart.
0: Agreed. All right. Thanks, so. Papa Z. Appreciate it, brother. Take care. Uh by the way, Casey, a number of people texting in the way and Kathy, effect effect and effect. Effect is a noun, so it's a thing.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I, I listen and Effect
0: I, is a verb and effect is, you know. Oh. So I, think I, I a,
2: know it. I know the difference, but the way I was using it it should have been, I thought, of effect. <laughs> but Nick was like, Well no, and here's why. <laughs>
0: yeah. It can get confusing.
1: It sometimes. is confusing. Sometimes a verb can be a noun. You know, like you, you have to figure out what the context is of that word in that particular sentence. Yeah. Also,
3: sometimes word definitions change yeah. and modify. <laughs> yeah. And actual word spellings and pronunciations will change. Yeah. So
1: here, for one more for effect versus effect. Use the word, use raven. Remember, affect, verb, effect, noun. So raven is... What? What? Remember, remember, remember <laughs> affect, verb, effect, noun.
2: Oh, okay. Raven, right, right. ravine. It's just telling you which is the verb and which is the Oh,
0: that's a, um, an a anagram. Mnemonic device. Or a mnemonic, mnemonic device. Yeah, yeah. that's right, a, an banana Bananagram. That's a bananagram. <laughs> uh Speaking of, of word stuff, I have an interesting uh, little topic that ties off of this, if you guys don't Are mind. Are you the linguist now? I am the linguist. <laughs> uh, the cunning linguist. <laughs> word and grammar experts. Uh had asked dozens of managers what bothered them the most when they talk to employees and read emails or DMs from them. So this is at work. Yes. The right? most common complaint, all the junk words and phrases that are used. Mm-hmm. Uh, too many of us fill our conversations with useless, clunky, and pretentious words and phrases, especially ones that have duplicate meanings. In some cases, they aren't technically incorrect, uh, but they're just kind of a pain in the it's ass. It w- becomes word salad, as they yeah. say. Uh, so here's a couple of them. I'll pass. Some of them are stupid. Some right. of them you go, yeah, okay, I could see that. So let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, the first one is 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> right. 3 a.m. gets it done. Yeah. A.m. Yeah. Right. means morning. In the morning. So it actually means, it's an abbreviation for ante meridium, right. which means before noon. So which if you, is what the uh, uh, Captain America shield is made out that's of. That's right. Yeah. No, that's vibranium, oh. but very close. Uh, so if you use a complete phrase, you're actually saying three before noon in the morning. Just say three a.m. and it yeah. gets it done.
1: There's there's a term for that. It's a logical term. Is it, is it described in this article, Preston? Using that, using three a.m. in the morning. There's actually a word that go that describes that. Um, yeah, redundant. Okay. It's not. No, in it's here. not redundant. But
0: um, I'll see if I can find it. Um, here's another one. Absolutely essential. One dictionary definition of essential is absolutely necessary, Mm -hmm. which makes absolutely essential mean absolutely, absolutely necessary. Yeah, essential is an absolute. Yeah, so clearly the absolutely modifier isn't essential at all. Right. And for that matter, we're not wild about absolutely necessary either, they Mm -hmm. said. Avoid them both. What about shiznit and (laughs) shiznot? So you said shiznit today. Yeah. Yesterday you said all that in a yeah. bag of chips. We're going back in a time machine to the 90s now. She's not. It's called tautology. Shiznit or not <laughs> Tautology. T-A-U.
1: Tautology is a form of logic where it becomes redundant. So if you do any of these things, you are being tautological. Right. Or a dickhead.
0: Here's another one. Actual Fact
2: an actual fact
0: yeah a fact is something that is known to be true and actual actual. means existing in fact an actual fact then pretty much means a factual fact however the inclusion of
3: jack after fact uh is actually a modifier that's a fact jack that's a fact jack
2: i think i've used that though like in an argument where someone's like no that's not the case and i'm like no it's an actual fact
3: right so, okay. I think if you're if you're.
2: So how do I get the point across? Well, well if you say
0: that. <laughs> it, no, it is a fact.
2: No, it gets is it done. a fact. Right.
0: Yeah. But if you're so arguing, <laughs> if you're arguing against facts that you know to be not true, you can say this is an actual fact that is you're doing a comparison. The one you're giving me. Is not a fact or no. it's BS. Use Jack as a Wait, modifier. So can I, Jack.
2: Can I say it no. is an actual fact?
0: It's, it's a fact, Jack. Only if I think if it's uh, disputing what another person says. If yeah. you're disputing the so-so um the the fact yeah, that they're using it's incorrect. Yeah. Um, all right. Whatever. Shiznig, what? not. Go ahead, Kath. You can do it. <laughs>
2: okay. Thanks.
0: All right. Here's another one. That says uh, at this point in time or at the present point in yes. time. Most managers uh, they said we've spoken to complain about these phrases. Right. Why not just say now or currently? It's a lot shorter. Or right. currently, yeah. Uh depreciate in value. Yeah. Depreciate alone means to lessen in value. Don't okay. depreciate your writing by adding the redundant value to it. It's like a hot water heater. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god.
3: So people Which, hate they hate that. it. They get really upset However, about it. However, they were were they not was there not a point in time where I guess That was the common way to refer to it as a hot water heater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but don't tell a contractor. Right, right, yeah. So Mm -hmm. so that was, uh, and, you know, uh, that's the only way I knew of it growing up, the hot water heater. Mm -hmm. I try not
5: to let these things bother me uh, because, essentially, if you are getting your point across, then what does it matter? Well, they're just saying in a work
0: setting that it's just adding, like Steve said, word salad. It's too much. Let's get down to the bare minimum here. Right. Cut to the chase and Mm -hmm. and get it done. That's how I feel in our our meetings sometimes. I'm like, why are we talking about this? Eye on the ball here, folks. Eye on the ball. Eye Mm on the ball.
3: I had a dream about Kathy last night. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: going to haunt me.
0: Stop it. Um, All right. Another one is eliminate completely or eliminate entirely. Eliminate means completely remove. <laughs> so the idea is completely and entirely there without the unnecessary adverbs. You can't uh, eliminate something partially, so you don't need to specify how much eliminating you're doing.
3: This it's appropriate, though, to say to your boss that you're hopelessly devoted to them, right? Right, yes.
0: <laughs> your heart and your head, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah, Hopelessly I get
3: it. devoted to you, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. End result, final outcome. Yeah. Uh, a result is at the end of something. You don't need to distinguish it from beginning result or a middle result since there is, there are no such things.
3: Let me go, uh, international here. Uh, Nick, uh, this is something that keeps cropping up. What does the word pizza itself mean? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, cause I've, someone told me that pizza actually translates to basically pie. So when someone says pizza Pizza pie, pie. they're saying pie pie. Yeah, right? Pie pie. Right.
0: Uh, uh, It's a good question. But uh, that
3: may not be accurate. No, there's a a, a joke
0: in
1: um, uh, Mickey Blue Eyes uh, where uh, he goes, the name of the bar is The La Trattoria. And basically they're saying, (laughs) so the name of the bar is The the Trattoria.
0: (laughs) And yeah, so um, Steve, I guess pizza... Uh, the term pizza at, was first recorded in the 10th century in a Latin manuscript from the southern Italian town of Gaeta in Lazio on the border of whatever. Yeah, the Latin pizza. Et- etymology here.
1: You go, dude? I, I went to the etymology of the word. Right. It's, <laughs> okay, uh, it's well. a,
3: like, like peas that you eat with uh, dinner. Oh, no, that's adamame.
0: Um Latin text from the central Italian town of Gaeta is still part of the Byzantine Empire. Uh, the text states that the tenant of certain property is to give the bishop... A didicium pizza. Jesus Christ. 12 pizzas every Christmas day and another wow. 12 every Easter Sunday. I don't know. I don't see anything about it being pie, those things. All right.
1: Yeah, so like a pita is related to it, like the literally yes. the word pita. Right. Pita pocket. Bizzo means mouthful. So it's sort of a, a combination of all these, but all I right. don't think when you say pizza pie, you are being redundant. Well, we,
2: in, in Italian, the word pizza means pie.
1: Oh. Well, then never
3: mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kathy. I yield to the senator from Arkansas. <laughs> the defense rests. I'd like to reclaim some of my pizza time, please. <laughs> right. I mean, Kathy
5: did exactly what we, this whole conversation is about. She's very efficient here. Uh-huh.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
5: All right, so Pizza about- means pie. <laughs> in Italian, that's what you uh, uh, right? uh, In the
3: 11th century, Pope <laughs> went to the village of Cotario right. where he made 12 pizzazzas. Uh, uh, it says here pizza means pie. <laughs> 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 he rode a donkey in a circle for seven days. Pizza means pie. Preston, do you get
1: this one? The LA Dodgers? So, it's the Los Angeles Dodgers, which is Los means the. So, you're saying the,
0: the. I know. Some
1: of these are nitpicky. It is. It is. It's a weird thing, but people get persnickety
0: about it. Yeah. So, the town is the Angels, right? Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. The Angels. But you're saying the twice if you're being technical about it. So, I think once you start (laughs) to throw uh, words, non-English words. Right. Um, I think, like pizza pie, I think you're okay. The, Los, the, Angeles word, Angel, the Los, Los Angeles, Angeles angels, angels are the, 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 the,
3: the Angels Angels.
9: Also but be angels, aware that, that,
3: yeah. that if you get too persnickety about yes. this,
0: that uh, you're the, the, yeah, you're a dick. Yeah. Persnickety. Like, I'll give you a couple of examples. Like, this one says, feel badly. Like, that's a phrase that, yeah. that is too clunky. It says, for some reason, many people that, uh that adding the L-Y to bad Makes it sound better. So they say, I feel badly, instead of, I feel bad. But that's wrong. Uh, do you ever say, I feel greatly? <laughs> um, the the only time you should say you feel badly is if you aren't good at physically touching something. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're, right. You're okay. feeling this thing My poorly. My sense of touch is yeah, poor.
5: Right. What if you are telling War Child to back off? <laughs> Don't you think you are already serious at this point? Do you even have to say
0: seriously afterwards? I'm not sure. Okay. Seriously. Back off, War Child, seriously. Seriously. Serious. <laughs> He uh, may
3: not he may not know your level of commitment
0: he should have said back off war child I'm serious yeah yes. that's it a clarification yeah Jack uh exact same that's that a sense. phrase exact, the exact same. same the exact uh, same thing if something is the same as something else there's no degree of difference between them you can say nearly the same but exact same means well it's same
2: so it's same same
0: even though some guides <laughs> and dictionaries say it's okay when used to emphasize the point that something is literally the same it's still repetition, and best to avoid, it says. Mm. Yeah, well, no, that's are...
2: the, that's also like an argument thing where, you know, it's, the, yeah, it's the exact same
0: Right, yeah. exactly, yes, yes. It's sometimes for, an
2: actual fact. for impact, yeah. <laughs> and, and so exactly. you can
3: articulate it that way. And I don't think anyone would slight you for getting a little uh, histrionic on yeah. it.
0: Right. Yeah. All right, how about this phrase? Well, just a couple more here. Postpone until later. Well, yeah, postpone is... Of course you're yeah. going to postpone something. You're not going to do it until later. I'm postponing it till right now. Right. Yeah. Let's postpone this until now. <laughs> Let's table this conversation for right now.
1: Right. How about uh, incredibly unique? Is that on there? You no. Unique, defined by itself. It can't be. It's only one. Right. So it's saying incredibly right.
0: or very
3: they're, unique they're or not, whatever. They're, it's like stages. Not, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not
0: adding to the definition of unique. by. What, what does incredibly what incredible mean? Uh, uh, unbelievable.
1: Like Amazing.
3: Un-
0: unbelievable? credible
1: means... Unbelievable. Well, you think if something being credible, that's believable. If it's incredible, it's not at all believable. Uh, like, the right. like the incredible edible
0: egg. Right. Right. Like the credible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I could buy that. That's so... sure. Big green guy. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Sure. It's, not, it's actually just a large guy who works yeah. at the, <laughs> on the loan That's the incredible Hulk. Yeah, my name is Stu. <laughs> Incredible, yeah, is impossible to believe. (laughs) Difficult to believe or extraordinary. Hmm. Let me ask you. uh, Here's a side question, and I'm sure it figures
3: into this workplace um, vernacular conversation. Do you prefer the Incredible
0: Hulk or Professor Hulk?
3: Oh, Incredible Hulk, a 1,000%. Okay. Can you have a Oh, as
0: far as uh, the MCU goes? Yep. I like Professor Hulk better. Oh, see? I like him with the personality. I think it's great. Okay. I think it's hilarious, actually. In case you like. I love what he tells the kids. he's like, listen to your mother. (laughs) She knows knows better. better, All right. (laughs) Wait, are you asking (laughs) if I like the character
3: or the title? (laughs) title? (laughs) (laughs) Which version of the Hulk? The incredible rage monster Hulk? Uh,
5: See, I like the title,
0: Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah,
5: okay. Hulk, Ragnarok Hulk, was my favorite Hulk.
3: He was kind of in between. All right. Okay, uh-huh. not as eloquent. Right. And still um, um, beastly. I'm like raging fire. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was beautiful. That was good,
0: actually. Yeah, thank you. Dude, yeah. Now you're Dikembe. <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you can't me into Cookie uh, Monster. I want to open up a school in Kenya. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Have you served up a children's hospital? <laughs> uh, here's one ATM machine. Uh, it's the automatic teller machine. That's yeah. a Mac machine, machine anyway.
0: <laughs> All right, Philly boy. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I like draw... Michelle. Still says tap Mac from yeah. time to time. Yeah. yeah, I gotta go tap Mac.
3: Nor McDonald's bit on identification.
0: Oh, I. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Identification. Right. Yeah, which stands for I, <laughs> ID identification. All right, I want to go to this. Somebody wants to be nitpicky about something that I do. We're gonna go to Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Men shouldn't get flowers, by the way. <laughs>
4: Men shouldn't <laughs> all get right. flowers. All right.
0: <laughs> you just hate me. All right. What's up, Tim?
7: Uh, every day in, in, the, in your segments, you say one last. You should never say one last because there only can be one
0: last.
4: That's true. Uh.
0: Ah. You say one last. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One last thing. One last story. Well, what, what, I what, if I, what, what if I would say one more thing?
7: One more is fine.
5: Okay,
0: I don't know. Suck Have, it, Tim. Haven't you ever seen
5: a tie? <laughs> Somebody can tie for last, so there. Essentially, there are two last things.
0: That's in a competition, though. Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. he's talking
2: about. He just, I know you're
0: defending me, and I appreciate bizarre that. Bizarre file no, story Shut up. up. <laughs> one.
7: And, should, and remember, no flowers for
3: men. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. You sound like <laughs> well, a keeper, too. <laughs> Thanks, bud? Pot, I Think Tim is pie. sitting at the picture window of his house, <laughs> looking across at <laughs> the neighbor. Uh, God, I, I hate him.
0: All right, one last thing. <laughs> um, well done. wise okay so and and by that i mean as a suffix suffix i'm sorry not suffix suffix, suffix yes um so people add suffix wise onto words uh to make them have more potent and more weight uh but it can sound it says uh, here pretty ridiculous in other words uh you actually sound a lot less worse grammar wise if you tack on the unnecessary suffix,
3: yeah. Again, it's just a flourish, and, it, yeah. and there is a case to be made for that. Like uh, Sam Wise should just be Sam, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, I, I use the Wise thing quite yeah. a bit. Um, it's just a way to I don't be wise. You be what? I don't judge you. All right, thanks, man.
5: I I have a it. friend who's an English teacher, and uh, when I converse with them, I, I actually one of our last correspondences, I go. Like, oh, I just I can't help but think that you're judging me as uh, when you read my things yeah. because this is what you do for a living and they indeed do not
3: or at least they said they do not. No, they they absolutely do. <laughs> and then they they put your your email up on a bulletin board.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> right.
0: Sorry Tim, I wasn't really mad at you. I was joking around. Okay, uh, we should take a break and come back. I would like to again mention the fact that we have some great food here. Deeds & Watson has uh, sent some friends by Anna's Corner Store in East Norton. Uh, They feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and artisan cheeses, so they uh, are clearly a real Philly deli. And Anna's is a true mom-and-pop shop uh, with the owner Anna Ferry feeding their customers like family every single day. That's great. In fact, you remember they have a sandwich named the Alfio. Uh Alfio was the, the the older gentleman it was I believe Anna's dad. Yeah. Uh who would make those Caesar salads in that big bowl that he brought in. I here. mean, he had this
3: this was because of the oils and stuff like that. It was at the absolute optimum
0: condition for making delicious Caesar salad. I want to say he like made some for Sinatra or yes, something like did. that. Yes, he did. Oh, oh yeah, he had he was,
3: lots of stories.
0: Yeah. And he came by and made some for us. It was really really cool. So, uh and they brought in Pickle witches. Pickle witches. Mm. So essentially, (laughs) uh, essentially a sandwich, but the bread are a big pickle uh yeah they, you know, they took like the the giant pickles you get out of the tub it's them awesome. in half hollow them out yeah and then fill it up with all kinds of sandwich goodness i mean found out kathy's a big pickle fan so i had their classic italian pickle which uh, a little while ago i had half of that kathy the other half's in there for you if you want it oh thanks uh and uh marissa's going to have the uh tuna salad pickle which, mm-hmm. which is a pretty sweet deal so thank th- we thank those guys for coming by today We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Uh, Don't forget, we give away our Word of the Week prize this morning. We're getting some other stuff when we return, so stay there. We'll be
9: right back. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File Editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com
0: gonna mention a couple of real quick uh, shout-outs if you guys don't mind. Uh, this is from Emily and Greg Grace. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey, I would like to request shout-out from my wonderful husband Greg, who's turning 65 on July 14th. So I'm getting into this a little bit early. Uh, he's been a fan of the President Steve Show since uh, the Y100 days turned me on to MMR when I met him almost 34 years ago. Wow! We've attended countless events, including MMR barbecues, blood drives, and spring training in Clearwater twice." Uh, But Greg has suffered from Parkinson's disease for many years and until recently was able to attend events. But now, not as mobile, but uh, listens to the station daily at home. Greg works hard every day to stay active and mobile despite his limitations. And he and I battle Parkinson's as a team every day as well. Listening to MMR uh, keeps smiles on our faces every day. And you all have given us so much over the years uh, to get us through the hard times. We don't ask for much. Just a shard out. Thank you so much. Uh, we love you. And that's from Emily and Greg. So here is a shart out. Want to give
3: a of one for this game? Yeah, let's do that. Looking out for you. each other, taking yes. care of each other. Yes. yes. Yeah!
0: Case, you think you could add a live one onto there? I wish I could, but no. no you got nothing in you? I can't fart I on command. Okay. Unlike well. uh, yesterday. Yeah, which was amazing. All right, one more uh, says, uh, hey, guys, I've been a loyal listener since Y100 days when I was growing up in Downingtown, and I'd like to send a shout out and my thanks to everyone behind the scenes, especially Marissa and the interns. They're mm. awesome. That put the podcast together. Uh, I'm an ultra marathon runner in oh. Colorado. Uh, just down the road from Legendary Red Rocks, and my training has me spending hours upon hours alone in the mountains. Uh, the five three-hour podcast you put out weekly for free, he puts in exclamation <laughs> points, has kept me uh, company and sane during months of training That's for awesome. an upcoming 50-mile race. 50 miles. Starting this Sunday at midnight. Uh, whenever I'm feeling like wrapping a run early, I just remember one of my mantras, man. If the animals can find the strength, (laughs) why can't we? So, yeah, thank you. Keep it up and know that I'll be happy to have you in my ears during this race and all others. You guys make every day and early morning run so much brighter. Uh, And that is from Ben Little. Ben. So here's a shout out to Marissa and the interns and everybody that handles all of the um, uh, podcast stuff for us. I love hearing that.
3: My brother runs. My older brother, Gene, runs to our podcast. Oh, cool. I'm like, okay.
5: Nice. 50-mile run. That's insane. Pussy. That's insane. <laughs> crazy, man. Well, then a shout-out to Christine, who I ran into. Did I tell a story in the air or just off air? How yeah. I was riding my bike yes. uh, in Wildwood, and so this uh, young lady was running in the opposite direction. She, she was like, you. I'm listening to you right now, That's literally. Great. So she's uh, on the Wildwood, uh, Wildwood Crest Beach Patrol. Her name's Christine. She's been a fan of the show forever. And as it turns out, Kevin Gunn used to be her softball coach. Oh, so, yeah. Really? And this, I think Marissa might know
0: her as well, but uh, yeah, it was pretty well. Nice. All right, um, Friday, let's clean out the junk drawer. Yeah! Get this stuff out the way, if you will. Uh, so, we're going to start with one uh, from a young lady who was here recently, and that is uh, Chef Jennifer Zavala. Yes. Foxy lady chef. She officially – now, she made the announcement on our show. She said she kind of was, wasn't going to, but she did. She scooped uh, everybody. She signed a lease at 1941 East Pesciank Avenue uh, to house uh, Juana Tamale. Yeah, I love it. Juana Tamale, actually, is Jay. Uh, so Juana, I love that. Juana Tamale, mm-hmm. uh, a permanent location for her uh, birria tacos, tamales, and other Mexican food that she had uh, been selling since recently at Underground Arts. So she made the announcement, Open. She's hoping to open it in September in the new spot. Uh, It was previously figs and olives and Mediterranean pizza, but it will now be her place. And uh, it's also a few blocks from where she lives, which is cool. She's got two sons, Santino and Oscar and her husband, Chris. She's a doll. She's awesome. Yep. She was really cool. Uh, So uh, Ioana Tamale is the name, and she will be, it says the menu will be about six items served Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Plus brunch every other Sunday, so I thought it'd be, it'd nice. be a nice follow up to somebody who was by here recently. It's nice, write
3: up in the Inquirer uh, today, I believe it. it, yeah, it Michael Clark, yeah, yeah, great, great
0: article. All right, let's see what else we got here. All right, what would you guys think about something like this in uh, Philadelphia? Uh, but this is happening in New York. Uh, New York City's agency, a New York City's agency proposal. Has gone forward for a 24-hour entertainment district, actually several districts, yeah, where yeah. revelers can party all night long. So, so basically, like a, like a Vegas vibe all night. Long.
3: Marissa's loving it.
0: I'm no, loving it. no, Marissa actually uh, had a yeah. Gave me a. I don't like that facial expression. Really <laughs> surprised. Guess yeah. who's getting older? I,
12: no, no, no. I go with the How I Met Your Mother. Nothing good happens after two a.m. Mm. Even if the bar is open till four, nothing good happens after two. But during eagle season, when you have to drive your RV down, I would like a uh, beer available at five a.m. All right, All Okay. Right. okay. I so, gotcha. like, wow. I would want to kind of on the on the front end you you want, instead of just somebody... preparing
3: ahead of time. Right. You want... Gosh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I used to do a morning show Gosh. in New York, it was like <laughs> I'd be driving in around three mm. uh, thirty. The uh, there were. Tons of all-night clubs and raves that were going on, and and many of them illegal, but you see people out, fully dressed up at that time, stumbling home.
5: I have, uh, on a, a couple of occasions, coming down City Line Avenue on my way into work, have run into people who have not gone to bed yet. Yep. And uh, one guy was out of his mind standing in the middle of the road. Actually, when I first saw him, he was laying in the middle of the road. Yeah. I was like, well, that's not good. So I ended up turning around. Running him over. No. Uh No, 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 no. no. I tried to, but he got (laughs) out of the way. He's quick. No, um, I I turned around. I was like, "I, I feel like I need to help this dude out. So by the time I got back around to him, he was then standing up, and he was pointing his finger at me like he was holding a gun. Pew, pew, dude. And he was like, give me all your money. And I was like, all right, I'm out of here. And I, and I took off. And then and I ended up...
3: loaded. I called 911. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? You he, don't know. Mm-hmm. Listen, he, he would, besides that, he could very
0: well get himself killed. Yeah. So he needs to you know, be yeah. taken care of. Did you ever say that movie Upgrade? That dude had a gun in his arm, remember? Yeah. Oh, my God. Could have been that guy. <laughs> anyway, um, so the recommendation is from the city's Office of Nightlife. Um,
3: Now, I read this article, and I was wondering exactly where they had this going on.
0: They don't have it going on yet. So a limited 24-hour program might be tested. So, you know, they just want to give it a shot for a little bit. But they say there are several areas that they could look into. Yeah, Uh, The report says cities around the world are expanding the way institutions and businesses can operate at night as limitations on closing hours have pushed late-night activity to unlicensed venues, sometimes coming into conflict with residential uses. Uniform closing hours for nightlife businesses can result in groups of people congregating in the streets, elevating tensions between patrons and residents. Report notes that Amsterdam began uh, allowing nightlife venues to apply for a 24-hour license in t- 2012, developing strict ki- criteria for potential applications uh, that included cultural significance, accessibility to public transportation and locations uh, without inconvenience to local residents. So I
3: wonder, as the clock shifts and there are more people maybe working third shift or fourth you know, uh, people are, who are basically, their nightlife begins yeah. in the wee hours. Well, when I was a waiter um,
5: back in the day, yeah. like when I got, you know, we were done at 11, 11.30, sometimes 12, because uh, it was like more of a diner, right? Well, no, we um, we went to the Frontier Saloon afterwards, and, and that closed at 2 o'clock, yeah. but we, we knew we were working on, on limited time, so right. our first couple of drinks were Long Island iced teas. We were trying to hit the ground running
0: there's right, another item I need to get to. I just realized I should have done it. At the top. All right. We have not addressed the soccer match. Oh, yeah, you're right. We never did touch on that. So uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate news uh, that uh, Wrexham AFC uh, was going to be playing uh, the, uh, union. the union and uh, in a what they call a friendly match. And we had Rob Mclennion on. Rob was a uh, partial owner of Wrexham along with uh, Ryan Reynolds. And wanted to get them here uh, to play. Made the announcement. Rob, big deal about it. It's going to be a free game. It's been canceled.
3: Yeah. We were going to broadcast live that day. Collect for charities. So it
0: has to do with the team not being able to travel here. There's restrictions. Travel restrictions. Time. It's just it was too much of uh, there there were too many moving parts and couldn't get it together. So it's not going to happen this year at all. Unfortunately, I was
3: it sucks. an article, somebody from, I guess one of the British papers was interviewing, uh, maybe it was Pete Buttigieg. Uh, but anyway, they were talking about the restrictions and this guy was saying his father died and he wanted to attend the funeral here in the United States. They wouldn't let him. Oh, wow. they wouldn't let him in. Wow. No. Well, it's, and, and it's moving target too, yeah. because the, the restrictions have changed. So
1: they had clearance to come right. several weeks ago. And then last week, Things started to float in the wrong direction. And then this week they realized, listen, if we're going to call it, we have to call it now uh, before tickets become available, before tickets get in people's hands. And it was, you know, it was supposed to be three weeks from last night. And so they decided if we're not going to be able to do this, we're literally fighting the U.S. State Department at this point. It's not right. a fight that we want to tackle. It just sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It, at the end of the day, it sucks. I mean, yeah. I was really, really jazzed about it. and uh, It's it was exactly gonna, what we needed. It was going to benefit two incredible organizations, Phil Abundance and CORA. Um we'll try to find something else to do a makeup or maybe another, you know, date down the road, maybe next summer, who knows? But uh Rob's bummed as well as you can imagine. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. So unfortunately that's the story. But um uh, we'll hopefully have something. Yeah. Something else. Something else. All right. Uh what else I got in the jar drawer? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Brown trout. Can become addicted to methamphetamine. Okay. Brown trout can
3: become adic- addicted to m- amphetamines.
0: Methamphetamine.
3: Huh. Did,
2: didn't we talk about this
0: yesterday? Uh-uh. Did we talk
5: about this
2: yesterday?
3: I no. farted
0: on command yesterday. I know that. Why? Does this sound familiar to you?
2: I thought we did. Mm-mm. Maybe Mm-mm. it was. Maybe it was all fair. I had a conversation <laughs> with someone.
0: <laughs> See, when you said brown trout, no, it I was thought... was
2: in the bizarre file. mm
0: hmm no, it wasn't.
2: Mm. Well, I was probably, on that
0: other show. <laughs> oh probably, well, you probably Well, You work with Ben as well. Maybe you did you it know, on We the don't edit. talk about yeah. this stuff. <laughs> you may have seen a headline for it or something huh. like that.
5: You know, Uh-oh. the girly stuff you read. What so, were you going to say? I, I thought brown trout was a euphemism for poop. Is it, that?
0: Yeah, it can be. Yeah. Okay. Right. But but it's an actual fish. It's a, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> you learn stuff. Thank God I work here because you guys have taught me so much over the years.
3: We've
0: made you the man you are. <laughs> so yeah. you thought you thought brown trout was just uh, a name for a yeah. Trouser
3: uh, trout. trout is another one. That's a that, that's a, a and that's a fart as well. Oh, yeah. Trouser, I've never heard trout? trouser trout. i, I heard like heard
0: Snake. Yes, I've heard that too. Anyway, the actual fish can become addicted to methamphetamine. How does it get methamphetamine? Uh, researchers led by Pavel Horky, a behavioral uh, ecologist from the Czech University of Life Sciences in Prague. The beavers make it for them. Uh, set out to investigate whether illicit drugs alter fish behavior at levels found in bodies of water. Uh, the team put 40 brown trout in a tank of water <laughs> containing a level of methamphetamine. That has been found in freshwater rivers uh, for a period of eight weeks before transferring them to a clean tank. So people disposing of their drugs or
3: maybe uh, maybe. downstream of
0: meth labs? Uh, Then every other day, the researchers checked whether the trout were suffering from methamphetamine withdrawal uh, by giving them a choice between water containing the drug or water without. Uh, Further, 40 trout were used in a control group. Uh, Trout that had spent eight weeks in water containing methamphetamine-selected water containing the drug in four days after moving to freshwater. Trout. Trout. Let Let it all out. out. This (laughs) indicates they were uh, suffering (laughs) withdrawal because they sought out the drug when it became available. Uh, The team all found... The, the team found that uh, addicted fish were less active than those that had been uh, never been exposed to the methamphetamine.
9: I'm hooked, man, but not like the usual way that a fish gets hooked.
0: And found traces of the drug in their brains up to 10 days after the exposure. Jesus, wow, yeah. Yeah, the team concluded that even low levels of illicit drugs in bodies of water can affect the animals that live in them. Drugs excreted from users... Uh, pass through a th- through sewage systems. Oh, so people are pissing this out. Oh, so a quick question: uh, Does how, wh- and then discharges from wastewater treatment plants, and that can get into the water.
3: How does the uh, How does this manifest in the behavior of the brown trout? Does it become lethargic, or does it become more peppy and aggressive? Does it climb into your boat and have its way with your wife?
0: Mm. That didn't indicate in mm. this particular one, but um, yeah, they, but they they can show. So it says they were less active. Okay. Oh, there you, you go. Know, you know, active fish are. Yeah. All right, what else here? Oh, hang on, I'm not ready for that.
3: There we go. Ah.
0: <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, I've got a bunch of stories, but I'm just, um, you just picking and many, choosing. Too many trout stories. Uh, Genes can determine a lot about a person, including when they lose their virginity. Okay. <laughs> We're talking Levi's? Yep. Yeah, like so, if the zipper's down, yeah, you're you, probably gonna lose your you virginity. lose your virginity. A team of scientists led by the University of Oxford have identified 371 regions of our genetic code Ooh. that appear to influence not only when men and women first have sex, but also when they have their first child. Genetics underlying early sex and fertility were related to behavioral uh, disinhibition. The team found, like ADHD. Addiction and early smoking. So someone is
3: going to be more uh, aggressively into having their first sexual encounter. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, like the brown trout.
1: Yeah. Who was the youngest person you guys knew growing up, man or woman,
3: to have sex, to lose their virginity? virginity? Uh, I know exactly. Me too. Uh, Yeah, her name was uh, Elise, and she was elementary school. Holy crap! Yeah, and she was sixth grade, uh, just in sixth grade, and it was one of those things where. you know one of those uh, oh she's sick oh she got pregnant yeah oh, boy. oh wow oh, wow, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. yeah Preston she got pregnant i knew yeah. um 6th uh, grade just in 6th grade
5: Yeah, uh i somebody who was a freshman so they had a had a girlfriend and, that's kind of late yeah
3: I, I think i mean freshman
1: uh, yeah, well like freshman for the and... first person to be oh cuz oh. like for me um it was at, summer after 7th grade summer before 8th grade <laughs> wow uh at Nate Knowles and uh, what? his nickname was Humpin' Nate Knowles after oh. he was <laughs> his first That's name. That's old. Nate. Humpin' I Nate Knowles. Humpin' Nate. Yeah. No, Humpin', Humpin Nate Knowles. Okay. And uh, the girl was also in seventh grade. Oh, you know
5: what? Now that I think about it, I did know a girl who uh, apparently there, were, had, there had been stories about the rumors. Yeah, and they weren't like uh, this wasn't. Those classic rumors that you had yeah. heard, you know, the oh, well, you know, the, the old hot dog rumor, <laughs> right, and yeah, things yeah. along those lines. These were, uh, I not necessarily corroborated, but they were um, solid enough, maybe solid enough yeah. that. Uh, and I, I, I won't say her name or whatever, but I definitely tried to pay closer attention to her. Yeah, there, a lot
3: of those, a lot of that stuff's pretty troubling. And, and the, the case that I mentioned, I, it, was, it was somebody who was older, not you know, not. Vastly older, but older, not in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Who had been with her? So rem- it's troubling.
2: I remember one of those rumors with somebody I went to school with, and it was that she uh, wanted to stay a virgin. So um, oh,
0: no. butt y- stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I, knew I knew that yep. girl too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, we had uh, we had a girl who was the rumor was, and I don't think she really did. I just think it's unfortunate. But I mean, it went from <laughs> kids are cruel. Cool. It went from seventh or eighth grade to. Adulthood, uh, yeah that 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 was the thing about her. You know, is, the guys
3: it a lot, though. It's just you know, the, yeah. the, you, there's there's less rumors of a, of a guy. Well, so the girl that's completely yeah unfair. The,
5: the girl that I'm talking about, the guy that she was with, wasn't as young as she was. There so you go. I think he was probably in high school, and she might have been around
1: seventh, eighth grade, oh, or wow. something okay. along those lines. Yeah. I remember Nate being proud. <laughs> he got on yeah. the bus and he was like, you kidding uh, me? yeah, I don't know if the girl held, it, held the pride that Nate did, but he right. was he was like, the he was a stud for a stretch because everybody knew he was the first one.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, I, I didn't, I didn't lose my virginity until right after I graduated from high school. I, yeah. was, I was
5: late.
3: I was later, late yeah. to the grill, no, was, late to the party. party. College, wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then, then you showed pictures to your mom just to prove it. <laughs> See, and you're Look. holding a newspaper with the date on it. <laughs> Look, mom. Kathy, you too. Your wedding night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I was. I had my lost my virginity on Kathy's wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, you know, here's the deal. I, you know,
5: even I think if uh, that opportunity would have presented itself at a younger age for me eighth ninth grade I probably wouldn't have taken him up on it because I was still like pre oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have you I remember no Uh, somebody had, uh, there was a girl who liked me and I didn't go with her because I thought she would have tried to go down my pants and I wasn't, uh, it'll ruin our our student
3: (laughs) lunch lady relationship. (laughs) I wasn't in, uh,
5: the bushes weren't in full bloom yet. And I was embarrassed. I'll tell you what
0: I was, I was pre embarrassed by and could have had the opportunity to do it beforehand is I knew, I knew that I wasn't going to last more than 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah. 15? And, and, oh, you're you, a stud. you last the right? that, <laughs> Yeah, fine. no, you're right. It would have been less than that. And, right. and I was so embarrassed at the fact that this was going to be so underwhelming right. for this girl, right. whoever she may be, and that I didn't even want to risk it. Yeah. And I eventually gave in. I was probably about 17, uh, and I remember that I... Re-
3: it, it was not awesome. You, were, you were no. it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It seemed like a real mechanical oh. rite of passage. Was right? it a girlfriend or somebody? And then it was a while before I. I. I it, it was. It you was, did it for real. It yeah. was a, a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now mine was. Um. It was. It was a girl that I liked, and we yeah. we remained friends as well as you can. But it didn't. But I you think, guys weren't dating at the time. I think what happened is, is there. I remember a chain of events afterwards that sort of really put the fear of young parenthood that just happened to maybe that's what we were learning in health class at that time and it 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 hit the target i didn't get to i didn't finish on
5: my first time so i was i was drunk and uh wow whiskey d on the first time but what's funny is when i first felt the warmth (laughs) uh i thought there was going to be an explosion immediately (laughs) and uh and as it turns out there was not and I love that term. First <laughs> felt the warmth. That
0: is that is a that is an accurate description. You're like, oh,
5: oh my God! <laughs> there is going to be an explosion here. And there was. And there was not.
8: Wow. Did yeah. anything happen yet?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, Lou.
8: Wow. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. No, mine was. It was rapid, quick. Uh, you
3: would. You, you almost want to be able to uh, to say, uh, Well, I'm saying it. If you if you can really wait, make it Make make all those sure all those things that you wanted somebody you really care about. Well, all those things. So I don't I, know. I, I wish place. I would have done it earlier. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. um. Uh, we all know
5: somebody who uh, they lost their virginity on. I believe it was either. I think the it was, Hindenburg. No. <laughs> no, the
0: humanity. Yeah, they uh, saw yeah. it. They actually, the reporter could see it from the ground. <laughs> no, but was she recommended
5: oh, crashing,
4: crashing, falling, completely copulating in midair? Yeah. Uh,
5: what she had recommended is if uh, you're going to do it for the first time, don't do it on like a holiday or a day that you'll well, remember. What, was she Lost was, her
2: virginity to what? It
5: was on New Year's Eve, and yeah. so Arbor Day for like years and years. That was always a memory of hers, and it wasn't like the best memory, right? Uh, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, because so, it might not be great. Yeah, it may, it may be the greatest thing that's ever happened to you. It also might be, also awesome might not, be. not so. <laughs> great. To this day, she can't see Santa Claus without drying up. <laughs> right. All right. Anyway, uh, you may be predisposed uh, to <laughs> losing your virginity. Some genes <laughs> determine when you lose your virginity. Uh, new social media trend. You guys excited? Yeah, Yay. I love them. They're always so legit. Mm-hmm. People are shoving uh, cloves of garlic up their nose. Well, okay, Ew. both nostrils. Wow. Supposedly to clear their sinuses when one is stuffy mm. or has a cold. Come on. Come on. After keeping it in there for anywhere between five and fifteen minutes, the users then pull the garlic out, followed by really long strands of mucus and snot bubbles. That oh. I can't. I I, oh, I would. God. I'd rather die.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Uh, doctors have asked you die. not to do this.
3: Yeah, of course. There's how many, how much damage, how much physical harm has been, oh man. created because of TikTok challenges or yep. things like the tide challenge. Yeah, all of these things oh. where kids are getting hit, killed,
0: uh, you know, injuring themselves. Speaking of the tide pod challenge, I was talking to my mom yesterday, and so she got a, a, a brand new. Uh, batch of the the Tide pods and uh, inside the the container that comes in, one of them had burst. Okay, so um, uh, so it had gotten you know the gooey yes. stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. So my mom thought it would be a good idea to wash them all off.
1: <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and did that work? They dissolve and all. <laughs> She was cracking up while she was telling me this. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so damn funny. Uh, so, yes, they are asking you uh, not to do this. One user's video of this quote-unquote hack was favorited uh, 5,332, 700 times. By the way, the, the, the term hack is used improperly so often uh, now. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I'll see, like, you know, a kitchen hack or whatever – and it's just a recipe.
3: Yeah, yeah. no, well, a hack is a is a, it's a, shortcut. a shortcut, a creative way to get around or get something done, not routinely done to that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: another video uh, of the caption, or another video that has a caption reads, this is not dangerous. Yeah, right. The shoving this stuff up your nose. I thought that was for figging. Uh, and that was favored 2.1 million times. Uh, but they say, you know, it's not, not necessarily dangerous, but you shouldn't go shoving stuff up your nose anyway. Nose shover. All yeah. right, uh, we got to wrap up? Yeah, we got to uh-huh.
4: yeah, ah,
0: Okay, I'm that's sorry. all that we have time for. Sorry about that. Uh, we will clean out the junk drawer another time, friend. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. When we return, I still have some great, bizarre file stories left to relay to you. And uh, we still got some things to give away, including our Word of the Week prize. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. What's new? Glad what, you asked. Dropkick Murphys. Well,
1: if it ain't
11: the queen, I'll
0: go Foo Fighters. I'll make you know the Black Pumas. See burn,
4: my baby
9: new music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93 3 WMMR.
0: Thank you to Deeds Watson and the Real Philly Delis that stop by from time to time. Uh, Swarthmore Co op and Anna's Corner Store are real Philly delis uh, because real Philly deli starts with Dietz and Watson premium meats and artisan cheeses. You can check them out and see for yourself. So thanks for bringing by the goodies this morning. We appreciate it. Uh, Now to the bizarre
8: file. WMMR presents Priston
0: and Steve's bizarre Bizarre. Bizarre file. Brought to you by the Landis Theater, and there are tickets on sale for Vixen this Sunday in Vineland, New Jersey. Yep, they'll be there at 7 p.m. TheLandisTheater.com for tickets. Uh, We'll start with this. A messed up story, man. On Wednesday, a Corvette convertible crashed in the backyard of a home and into a pool. The crash killed two of the vehicle's occupants. While the third is critically injured, yeah, uh, NBC Los Angeles reports that the crash happened at around two eighteen in the morning in Chino, California. Uh, the vehicle, a C eight Corvette convertible, struck a center median, took flight, and flew over a hedge before it crashed into the pool. The car's three occupants were all ejected. An investigation is underway, while the exact cause is unknown. Officials are saying that speed is definitely a factor. Uh, the vehicle appears to have failed to make a turn while traveling fast enough to cause it to go airborne. Which, by the way, at the intersection, uh, it, the speed limit is 15 miles an hour. They believe the Corvette tried to take the turn at more than 150 Whoa. miles an hour. Oh, 15 miles an hour for that turn, and they took it at
3: over 150 miles yeah. an hour. Yeah. Well, that something was bound to happen.
0: Yeah, that's insane. So, uh, yeah, two people didn't make it. One might die as well. Jesus. Jesus. Uh, when it came to making himself at home, this burglar took it to the extreme. A man broke into a home and proceeded to start the laundry and make himself a little snack in the kitchen.
3: Who'd like a little fried bologna
0: sandwich? Uh, deputies were called to a residence around 4 a.m. when they arrived. They learned the homeowners had been startled awake by the burglar who opened their bedroom door. I Amy-
3: rearranged your spice cabinet.
0: Amy Paget, the owner who lives in the house with her, uh, vet- her husband uh, and 19-year-old son, Uh, Said she woke up from a noise that morning, but didn't think twice about it until she and her husband heard it the second time. She said, with that, our bedroom door flung open, and there was an individual standing at our bedroom door. Uh, That is the image that doesn't leave my head. Padgett said she screamed and went after the man, her husband and son beside her, as they followed him down the stairs. The individual then kind of turned around, got to the front door, and asked if he could get his shoes at which point, my husband informed him, no, you really need to leave the house. I did the dishes in the sink, and I jacked it into the potato salad. Oh, my
4: God. <laughs> well,
3: we, well,
0: the dishes was good. Huh? The second thing, not good. <laughs> when he left the house, Paget said they called 911. Deputies co- discovered the suspect had <laughs> made his way inside an unsecured ground floor window. Uh, when the suspect left Padgett, surveyed her home and found the powder room in disarray and their dryer was turned on. She said, but it was all our laundry. He just started it again. Do you, You've you had a, a, at
3: least three or four stories where people have gotten into the home and done very homey type yeah. things
0: yeah, like cooked and cleaned. And- uh, she also said he heated up Eggo waffles Ooh. in a lean cuisine meal and ate some yogurt and popsicles too. <laughs> it's eating healthy. Uh, Paget said the suspect used her son's EpiPens as well. <laughs> well, that, that, no, that's probably bad. Maybe he was allergic to yeah, waffles. Yeah, he didn't
3: right, realize yeah. it until the oh, last second. God, ballooning up. I remember lean cuisines. I used to have them all the time. Yeah.
0: The suspect identified as Philip Neal Cedarleaf and uh, was found short distance away from the home. He was taken into custody. This is pretty interesting. A worker in a Goodwill in north-central Texas recently found a rare copy of of the Atari video game Air Raid. Wow. Now, I didn't know that this was a rare game. No. I found it in a box of donations. The game cartridge is unusual looking due to its T shaped handle. And there are only thirteen known copies wow. of the game Air Raid. Yeah, the game had been in a larger box of video games that were donated through Goodwill's e-commerce department.
3: I don't, I don't think I've ever seen what this game looks like graphically
0: or anything. It no, doesn't come to mind. Shay Johnson, president of the community engagement, says that there's no way to know if the person who donated the game actually was aware of how valuable it was. Uh, the game was listed on the website. And sold under an auction format. After being listed for just seven days, it sold for $10,590. We talked on the show about the E.T. game, right?
3: Right, which was they they actually put them in a big ditch in the desert. And
1: uh, and as a result, they became incredibly rare. So the E.T. game from Atari
3: from that era is also also revered. uh, Yeah, and valuable. So we're looking at a picture, but it does have sort of a handle
0: on the cartridge that makes it unique. By the way, there's a documentary all about that, uh, them finding the the E.T. game. That's right, yeah. Uh, Johnson says the money will allow the organization to provide daily uh, day habilitation services for a year for one adult with disabilities and provide 20 homeless individuals with job placement services. All one dumb video game. Over that That's video awesome. Game. That's really cool. I like it. Police have arrested a woman who allegedly dragged an officer with a stolen pickup truck during a chase and then got stopped when she pulled over to get some McDonald's. Uh, after 8.45 a.m., officers were called for a report of a stolen pickup truck, spoke with the owner, said he saw a woman climb in his truck and drive off. Officers started pursuing the truck, which was equipped with a GPS. They pulled over the driver, later identified as 38-year-old Johanna Gardell, before she took off again. She allegedly weaved her way into oncoming traffic where she struck a van, two detail officers, then approached the truck to try and pull her out. The officers say she backed the truck up at a high speed and hit the cruiser behind her. And in the process, she knocked down one of the detail officers and briefly dragged them. Mm -hmm. Uh, The officer in question was taken to the hospital. None none life-threatening injuries. Gardell later was taken into custody. She pulled into the drive through lane at McDonald's. This is while a pursuit is going on. When you're peckish, you're peckish. Um... Officers approached her there in an attempt to arrest her when they say she intentionally struck one of the cruisers, went off-road again, and got the vehicle stuck in some nearby mulch. Uh, She was uh, then (laughs) taken to the hospital for evaluation. She's facing over a dozen charges. And then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. This This is interesting. A mom was mortified when she nearly kidnapped another woman's baby in a grocery store. And TikTok was on this. It was posted on there. Uh, The shocking footage quickly went viral. Uh, In the video, you can see an unknown mom wearing blue standing in a checkout aisle with her presumed toddler in her arms. The confusion begins when another mom wearing pink approaches her and takes the baby from her arms. Uh, While the surveillance footage has no audio, it's safe to assume the mom in the pink said something like, this is my baby. Wow. (laughs) Suddenly, despite the mom in blue wearing a mask, you can see the look of shock on her face, likely experiencing a mixture of horror, nearly kidnapping someone's child and terror of not knowing where her own child was. Yes. Yeah. But the mother in pink, smiling, leads the shocked woman down an aisle where she points to a toddler standing alone. Immediately, the mother in blue scoops up the child and rushes off, undoubtedly embarrassed by the mix-up. And relieved to have her own baby imagine? in her arms again. Uh, thankfully, the accidental near kidnapping was caught before the two the two moms went home with the wrong babies in tow. I know. And you hear about people leaving kids in cars and stuff. Yes. Man, it can happen. It absolutely can happen by accident. You just kind of get lost in your thoughts. Right. And, juggling a whole bunch of stuff yeah, and you're tired. Yep. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Let's take one more break. Come back in a second before we ask a lesson question of you and get into the trash and music news. We'll be back in just a moment. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Now. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kind of hungry for some reason now. Fortunately, Deeds and Watson here yes. uh, today, and they brought by some goodies for us. So uh, thank you to Anna's Corner Store and Swarthmore Co-op for dropping off hoagies this morning. You can order today from your neighborhood, Rio, Philly, Deli, and support local businesses. Deeds and Watson. It is a family thing since 1939, of course. All right, so we are going to test your knowledge of today's program. We're going to ask a lesson question. We have a digital download of the movie Nobody. And let's see if you know the answer to this one. Hmm. What is the Credible Hulk's real name? (laughs) Yep, not the Incredible Hulk, not the MCU. You wouldn't know him. What's the credible Hulk's real name? It was said very quickly. And let's see if you were paying attention. Sometimes just see what little glimpses you can get. 215-263-WMMR. While you call in... We'll do the trash. The
3: trash business is a gold mine.
0: 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we're going to get some stories. Let's do that, Steve. What's going on? Well,
3: Marilyn Manson turned himself into the law in New Hampshire for spitting. Uh, This was an incident during a concert in 2019. Manson, who was booked and then released, admitted he has to do better about the spitting and also the sexual assaulting. Yeah. Hey! Jody Catherine Wolf, the Life of American picker star Michael Wolf, has filed for divorce from the reality star. Jody cryptically explained, saying, quote, Michael is a master at picking through garbage, but he can't maintain an erection. No. Oh. oh my that really God. wasn't cryptic at all. And finally Harry Hamlin admitting that he's not thrilled. With his daughter, Amelia's love life, Hamlin revealed during a recent interview that the worst possible day in any father's life is when you hear the words, Daddy, I'm dating Scott Disick. Mm -hmm. And that's your Hollywood track.
0: All righty. Thank you very much, sir. So we are looking for the answer to this question. What is the Credible Hulk's real name? We got a caller who thinks they know, and it is KJ we're going to go to. Yo, KJ. Hey. 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 All right, KJ. What's the Credible Hulk's What's what's the <laughs> what's the Credible Hulk's real name? Uh, his name is Stu. Stu! <laughs> Hang on there, KJ. You just got yourself a digital download of Nobody. From the writer of John Wick comes the fast-paced film, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's available now on digital, 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. Now, Preston and Steve's Music view on 93.3 WMMR.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, we'll begin with this. Uh, this year, Stone Temple Pilots are celebrating the 25th anniversary of their LP, Tiny Music Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop. Uh, The album will be released in a three-disc, one-LP, deluxe edition, and will feature a remastered version of the original album, alternate versions, and mixes of several of the songs. A major part of the release is a complete concert taped at the Club La Vella in Panama City Beach, Florida, uh, in March of 1997, and due on July 23rd, it will include a previously unreleased live version of the song Tumble in the Rough, which is the only track on the album solely credited uh, to Scott Weiland. Uh, that song is streaming now online if you want to check that out. As Steve said a moment ago, Marilyn Manson turned himself into authorities at the Hollywood Division of the Los Angeles Police Department late, last Friday after reaching a deal with Guilford Police Department in New Hampshire. He answered to two counts of misdemeanor simple assault. After a videographer said he spit on her during a concert there in 1999. People.com reports that Manson was released without bail. Uh, the department publicly announced that there was an arrest warrant for Manson, uh, who is legally known as Brian Warner. Security guard and two concert growers confirmed the people uh, two people that they saw Manson spit and shoot a snot at the camera woman. It's disgusting. In May, a fourth woman sued Manson for sexual abuse. The latest is an ex named Ashley Morgan Smithline. Mark Tremonti's solo band, Tremonti, will be releasing a new album, and that will be out September 24th. The Ulta Bridge guitarist said the project is called Marching in Time, and it's his band's fifth studio album. Uh, Antimusic.com reports that the title track was inspired by Tremonti's experience to have a child during the global pandemic. Uh, They will hit the road this fall with Seven Dust. Foo Fighters have teamed up with MSG Entertainment to release a mini-documentary chronicling the band's first concert at Madison Square Garden in New York City following 466 days without live music. The documentary is called The Day the Music Came Back. Uh, The band performed at uh, the Garden on June 20th to a sold-out show, sold-out crowd. The documentary will include live footage, backstage testimonials, and more. The estate of late founding member of ACDC, Bon Scott, has launched the singer's first official website. Mm. It's called BonScottOfficial.com.
1: I think it's his birthday today.
0: Yep, it marks what would have been Scott's 75th birthday. Uh, bon Scott died on February 19th, 1980 at age 33 after passing out and choking on his own vomit <sighs> following a long night of drinking. He sang on ACDC's first six studio albums, including High Voltage, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, let there be rock and a highway to hell. A statement from the family said, On the occasion of what would have been a 75th birthday, of the Bon Scott estate, Ron's two brothers and his nephew, are proud to launch the new website and take this important step toward elevating Bond's legend and tending to his legacy. Bond was a unique singer, songwriter, and character that the world should never forget. This is an invitation for Bond's fans and friends to gather and share their memories and observations of him and his music. His legacy lives in the hearts and minds of those who loved him. Wolfgang Van Halen posted his new tattoo on social media. The tat is of the logo of his band, Mammoth WVH. Uh, Wolfgang, who's uploaded both a photo of the tattoo and a brief video of it being finished off, wrote, I did a thing. (laughs) Thanks so much to the legendary Tokyo Hero Skunks for the amazing work. So. We'll get a look at that in person coming up at the MMRBQ on the 25th of September.
3: Maybe you'll get a President Steve tattoo
0: all these years. <laughs> oh, we can ask him about yeah. that, maybe. And then finally, nearly 50 years after they split, Creedence Clearwater Revival has scored a number one hit on a Billboard singles chart. Uh, the group, of course, led by songwriter John Fogarty, scored a whopping... 17 top 30 era-defining hits between 1968 and 72. That's amazing. With no less than four of them stalling at number two. None of them made it to number one. Those songs are iconic rock songs, and they never made it to number one. They just barely got there. Think what was out, though, while they were... Oh, sure. Yeah, there was a lot to contend with. Yep. Uh, At last, the band has uh, topped the charts with their 1970 classic, Have You Ever Seen the Rain, hitting number one on um, um, Billboard's oh, uh, Rock Digital Songs uh, sales chart after two consecutive weeks. It's a great song. It Why? is.
3: Why is this I uh...
0: I don't know. Um, so It's the
3: theme to match game.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, additionally, Credence is having a resurgence with their hits Bad Moon Rising and Fortunate Son, which also landed in the magazine's Rock Digital Song sales top ten, hitting number nine and number ten, respectively. Uh, the band's RIAA diamond certified 1976 compilation, Chronicle: The Twenty Greatest Hits, recently broke the top ten on iTunes' top albums chart, with the album going one uh, to peak at number twenty nine on the Billboard 200. So I don't know why. Uh, Usually it's just because know... it's
3: in like a like a film soundtrack they've included it in yeah. or something else. Um, so I'd be curious to find out, but I'm 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 totally down with that. Uh, yeah, they're they're just there's so many great songs yeah. in that band.
0: Uh, all right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news for you yesterday.
1: Well, there's a video that came out, but this is two or three years old at this point, and maybe it resurfaced recently. But it's got Jack Quaid in it, uh, Dennis's son Quaid. From, from the No Jack Quaid from The oh. Boys. Oh, um, and it's a it's the the version. It's a Creedence version of Have You Ever Seen the Rain, but it's just an updated um, video that they put out uh, in 2018. But I don't know if that would have any reason for the resurgence now. Yeah, that. how many it seems views got weird? Uh, over a million, case
0: 1.02 million.
1: What huh. um, views on this particular? Uh,
0: oh, I'm sorry, 118 million. 100 million. Yeah, 118 million. Uh, so I don't know why, but it's awesome. So good for them. All right, that's it. In music news. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and uh, we'll wrap it up. Stay with us.
9: Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at three nine three three three. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing twenty four seven the MMR short code always open never busy 39333 three, three, three.
0: Three, 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 three. we're wrapping up our day and uh wrapping up our week too. yes and uh, heading off into the wonderland that is the weekend and a uh, and a pretty good weekend so yeah supposedly I mean, it, after <laughs> uh, remnants of a uh uh, of a hurricane that yeah. uh, came through and uh, and has since gone. Yeah, the weather's going to be okay. Kathy was saying some scattered thunderstorms yeah, possibly really heavy has, tonight.
2: It has nothing to do with the tropical storm. It's, um, they said it's like a cold front coming through, okay. so it's just going to be the, All right. in the atmosphere. So That's what we get.
0: We're going to have some cooler temperatures. 89 today, 87 tomorrow, 82 on Sunday. So a chance for you know showers here and there, but they're not calling for like a super-duper rainy weekend or anything like that, which is uh, great. How you doing, Brett Porsche? Good morning to everybody. Nice to see you. You as well. Do we get a picture of you with the wings on yet? No. I'm, I'm wearing, I, <laughs> where are these even from? Marissa, there's, a, there's okay. a box of costumes in the hall and they have um, little wings. and uh, Little wing. I'd like to, I, I saw them and I'm like, I'd like to wear those. So you look like a
5: Victoria's Secret angel, but they like shrunk on you.
0: Well, Marissa nice. said I reminded her of Claire Danes in uh, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yes, which was so, just on recently. I know, I watched yeah. it mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen that.
3: In twenty years, yeah, long. I, I watched a bit of it too, and I, that's how I was reminded. I forgot Paul Rudd was in that. Yeah, yeah, I was totally surprised.
2: There's so. a um, well, she used to be local, but she's like a party DJ, and uh, the white wings are her signature prop when she DJs. Wow, oh. really? <laughs> yeah, DJ Shelley.
0: Am I stepping on her? Uh...
2: No, hers are like nineteen times the size of yours. Oh, she so has like
0: really big ones. Yeah, and
2: then she wears bright red headphones. She's cool. She's a really nice girl. I, you know, I like that. You yeah. know they
3: sell Kathy. They sell uh, for Maleficent the costume. They have now uh, the the wings that you can control with a um, uh, like a uh, pull cord. Oh, that's Down your sleeve. It's awesome. pretty
0: cool. We have to try those out. We need some sequins or some glitter on there, too. Yeah. yeah. We can, well, we'll work on that for next week. <laughs> uh, by the way, real quick before we find out what, uh, before we get our letter of the day, I want to thank Mark Zumoff for being on this show. Yeah, hey! 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 Uh Zoo is retiring and uh, super duper uh, nice guy and just. Uh, we had such a great conversation with him, and he's, he's going to enjoy his retirement.
3: However, he is firmly committed to being a part of the Poppy Shot Challenge. We and didn't we'll, even
0: ask him. Not that it laps. He offered that up. All right, letter. You ready? Yep.
10: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right,
0: the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. Letter T as in toe tapper. Well, we now have a word. It's only three letters. Well, we've only worked three days this week, right? That's right, yes. Yeah, three letters. Because of uh, the Independence Day and then we took another day. Caller number four at 215-263-WMMR. We'll give you the shot at winning the prize. So go ahead and give us a call right now. It feels like it's been a full week, though. To me, I was tired today. Yes, I, I, I was why, yeah Yeah, you know, I was as well, I should say, not as too. And Casey was correct. Every week should be a three-day work week for everyone. Yes. Or at least four. Four is not too bad. We cool. can get away with that, right? Can yeah. we start
1: doing the show in Iceland? Oh, they're they're
0: trying that, you know? I know, I know. <laughs> Broadcast from there. All right, well, Brent's got a full day ahead of him. How are you wrapping up the week? Man? I do. So, uh, Workforce Blocks today, all
5: birthday celebrations. Uh. So we're celebrating Jack White. Also, Bon Scott, you mentioned during uh, Music News there, it's the 75th birthday today. And Mitch Mitchell from Jimi Hendrix, Uh uh, 75th birthday today as well.
10: And a bunch of fun on a Friday, including the coffee break, which is coming up shortly.
0: Love it. Excellent. All right, we will uh, see if we can get a winner here. We're looking for caller number four, and caller number four is Peggy. Hi there, Peggy.
8: Good morning. How are you?
0: Wonderful, Peggy. What's that word of the week? Is it bat? Uh, That is correct. Yes. (laughs) Hang on a second. Thank you. Peggy, we are going to give you a $300 credit to squeezed.com uh, the bit <laughs> Almost yeah. said the beet juice. The beast juice. Uh, cleanse on the market, and you can lose weight, better sleep, more energy, and online ordering at same-day same delivery at squeezed.com. Do they have beet? You know what available? they do? And, in
3: fact, it's really good. Like, yeah. it's, uh, I, I find it to be one of my favorite juices.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you pee solid red after you drink you it? You pee a little
3: bit of red. I'll bet yeah, you do. Yeah, you have to remind yourself that you did it before you have a heart attack in we, the bathroom.
0: We beach regularly at my house, yeah, yeah, and yeah. for like a split second when I go to the bathroom, oh, the next day
3: I'm like, oh, I'm okay, that's yeah, 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 It's, it's
0: just, just, just beet juice. juice. Yeah. Um... What else, Case? Were you going to say
5: something? Well, yeah, you do have some sponsors here. I forgot to give you that
0: sponsor for Music News. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, let's take care of them now. I'd like to thank very much our sponsors. Uh, Rita's Water Ice, five-layer gelati is back for a limited time. Rita's with an extra layer of creamy frozen custard and refreshing Italian ice, the five-layer gelati. More layers, more happiness, more yum. Also brought to you by Fred Beans. Come see why it's better at beans. beans. You can shop hundreds of your favorite vehicles online, Fredbeans.com. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. And by Polar Seltzer, refreshingly natural polar seltzer. Next week on the program, I'm not even gonna tell you. No. Yeah, I just we'll just we got stuff planned. Oh, there is week.
3: good stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: We have nothing planned next week. So uh, but we'll see what happens. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a fantastic weekend, gang. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.
3: Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the